have dreamt of getting my paws on Ric Flair. Douglas, you made a lifetime out of trying to be me. The franchise just wiped out the Nature Boy with a bat. You have been franchised, Nature Boy. This is personal. I am the Batman. Promise me, you interfere in the match. I get you for five minutes. I am going to show you what it's like to walk around with your humanity stripped. Just like I have, Sting. Right now, I feel like rumping something pretty dark and Coming to my world, boy. The hunter has become the hunted. Hulk Hogan is the biggest egomaniac of them all. Who in the hell do you think you are, kid? Flea Market Champion 3 and Hulk Hogan 0. Do you hear it? It's the sound of your career coming to an end, brother. Terry Bollea on a mission is what it is here. Guess who the special referee is? Moi! Me! Brother! David Arquette won the world title! I don't deserve to be the world heavyweight champion. No kidding. I'm gonna put it up for grabs to DDP and Jeff Jarrett in the three-cage match. Who died made your commissioner, Slappy? Your skinny little rear end is gonna be in the ring. It's a triple dance. And now, Western Union. The fastest witness in money worldwide presents Slam We can't all be winners, can we? <laughs> We're back. Chris Champagne Blood, Canyon over there. It's New Blood Rising podcast. Coming at you. It's Slamboree 2000 time. It's good, isn't it? Gluten-free? Yeah, you know. Doesn't I didn't mean, know there was gluten in root beer. <laughs> well, there's gluten in a lot of things. Well, there's, there, there's gluten in beer. Yeah. Oh, but, yeah. But it's. Uh, I just South think Park of gluten as just this big, <laughs> yeah. like, moldy blob. That they yeah. just cut slabs off and throw <laughs> it into everything. It's, well, maybe there never was gluten in it, but since that's the new thing, that's why they put it All of a there. sudden, that word just emerged in 2010. Uh, I'd never heard it before yeah, it in my life. I was in the restaurant business. So, you know, you hear, oh, gluten this, gluten that, and you're just like, fuck is that? Speaking of gluten, it's time for yeah. Slambury 2000. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's what we're here for, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. oh, Segway man. 2000 underway here. Oh. Um, as of course, we're we're coming off of coming off of Slam or um, Spring Stampede and the reboot Nitro. It's kind of like an ready to rumble. It's a bit of a trilogy mm-hmm. of of shows here with. Uh, the changeover that's happened with Russo and Bischoff coming back. Well, that would make this a finale of sorts. Yeah. In a way, yes. In a way. And I've, when we get to the end, I, I've looked ahead to the next night on Nitro, and it kind of feels that way, sadly. But nevertheless, I'm William Rankin, joined as always in this journey through hell. <laughs> in Atlanta, from Atlanta, Georgia. Vampiro's down there! <laughs> oh, God! <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> this is the first one of the day, and that was the first alcoholic beverage you didn't hear open. You, you know how I got these scars? Is it a long story or not, man? Just get to it, pal. Two half hour runtime, man. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> CM stabs Charlie Stabile. How you doing? The Jason Keesler. Thank you. Yep. And so, what do you guys think? This is. Uh, this is a paper that is it is remembered from this era, if not all for you know as many things are remembered for bad things. This is actually remembered fairly positively for the one image that we're going to get to. It's a type of match that 
I guess after seeing Ready to Rumble, it seemed all but certain that we would actually get it in real wrestling. It's well, you know, fake real wrestling. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah we'll get to that later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, what did you guys think heading into this thing? Based on like... I've, uh, I've always wanted to see this. Yeah. I've never, I'd never seen it. sat down and watched yeah. it. You know, and I always forgot which pay-per-view it was yeah. that mm-hmm. this happened at. And you know, here we are. Um, King's I, Ransom. Or what was yeah. it? The King's Beating? King's Bash? Yeah, the, King's, the Royal Bash. The Royal, Royal Bash. Bash. The Royal Bash. Royal Bash. The Royal Bash. <laughs> nope. Slamboree. <laughs> so, and this was always like one of those pay-per-views that was that seemed kind of like a throwaway too wasn't yeah, it yeah and it's weird cuz like it, it has lineage like it yeah. it's oh, been yeah. around since like what 92 93 yeah. something like that so one of the old ones yeah yeah i don't know so. what a bury is but I, I, I guess a jamboree, jamboree. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. there's jamboree <laughs> this is slamboree oh, okay. that's where I was you like know. that that's where it comes this is ECW did that with Russell Palooza that was the best use of like taking taking part of a word that meant like an event and throwing something wrestling related in there. Well, what about you, WrestleMania? Remember, about to say, <laughs> let's talk about, can we talk about that for just a sec? You remember like WrestleMania was always like, this is the big wrestling event, the right. big WWF event. You remember like when you come across WCW and ECW, you would look at the pay-per-view names and try to figure out which one was the best one or which one was the big one. Yeah. yeah. You're like, well, Barely Legal is the first ECW. Yeah. Wrestlepalooza sounds like their WrestleMania. But November to Remember seems like that's where all the big matches happen. Yeah. I I, I, I could never figure theirs out. And WCW, then there's Starcade. Well, WCW had Starcade, which they claimed was their big event. Uh-huh. But Super Brawl Super was the one that had the numbers next to it. Right. And, always, yeah. right. and, and it always felt big, too. Yeah, it did. Well, Super Brawl, well, I think Super Brawl wasn't a pay-per-view until several iterations in, if I remember. Super Brawl started in 90. Same with or 91, Starcade. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, Starcade was closed circuit. Closed circuit. Like closed circuit. One. But like the Super Brawls were things that would be like TBS special. Similar. To Clash, the Clash of the Champions. Champions, but it was like annual because Clash was twice a year. One thing I loved about Slamboree, uh, the, the show we're about to review that's really cool, is the reason that I used to love Clash of the Champions, other than the fact that it was a pay per view that we could watch for free, it has the Clash of the Champions ramp. I immediately yeah. saw that Remember ramp. That? It's well, WCW for a while ran with this right, awesome but that used ramp. to be exclusive to Clash of the Champions, and it, and I and I like what one of the commentators says about that ramp. That it's 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 designed to give the audience members in attendance a better view of the wrestlers as they come down the ring. Sure. Never and at it, it was way. the best platform for Sting to do his running jump splash Mark into God. the ring. Yeah, it was really cool. Yeah, very it, very nice. It what does look good because it makes your wrestlers. They're, uh, they're ele- I mean, literally I, elevated. I'll tell you, though, I immediately thought, how the hell are you going to get the cage? Yeah. I did, too. I was looking at it. And I was like, oh, when it came down, it's about this thick. And I'm like, that's cutting it close, pal. <laughs> that cage is cutting it close I was sitting there thinking, I was like, it's dangerous thing I've ever seen. It's typical, to, like, WCW fashion. Are they going to get it down and go, oh, shit, we didn't think about the ramp. We made the cage, and, like, the cage is leaning. I was talking to the engineers. I told them, you know. <laughs> the engineers. I was telling them all about it. I was down it. I was, like, I was, I was <laughs> hanging out. I was hanging out the... Uh, Institute, and I was just I was telling them some of the, the institute, the, the logistics of cage matches, and oh no, Slambury two thousand, kind of a, an interesting venue we're heading back to. It's actually the first pay per view since the sad, tragic end for Owen Hart in nineteen ninety nine. Because this is weird. Because you're you got this cage that's forty two feet. High. Well, yeah, and I mm-hmm. yeah, you have exactly a spot later on. Yep, yep. do you have a spot? So, put in perspective, how many, do you know how, roughly how many people were there that night at Over the Edge 99? Oh, 18,000. That's my... It's, it's close. I think that. it's like 16. 16? Okay. I think that's the low ball I'm going to go with. 16. Okay. You know how many people came to this? 16? No, no, no. no Actual no. 4,000. 7? 
Seven. Did you get a, Did you notice the camera shots occasionally oh that were boy. on the hard camera side? Oh, yeah. There is usually it's like a row of people that are missing so the camera can be there. There is nobody on the hard camera side. They didn't even side. get half as many people. They right? didn't even get half as and many you've as them. You got Hogan on here, you got Flair, you and got Stinger. All right, so I was excited coming into this because I've liked these feuds. These feuds yeah. are really good. I'm hoping to fresh. see Hogan and Kidman. Like, because yeah. I don't know these matches when I start watching. No, me thing. neither. I like. I want to see Hogan versus Kidman. Mm -hmm. And so. I, I, the Vampiro Sting. Yeah, that's the continue. Ric Flair, Shane Douglas. Oh, you want to see this? I think that was the one I was looking the most forward to. Yeah. There's only one match on here that I think that has been done before, and that's the Luger Buff match. Other than it, that, was a bit of a tie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Other than the Jeff Jarrett DDP, but that's Which a whole unique. Wonderful, because Buff is on the front cover, and I was hilarious because he's actually wrestling on the show. That's right. Hey, I think it does break. That's the one of the worst. Yeah. That's one of the. I hate that. He he you was doing the damn. Want to put your dick in my mouth. All he needed to do <laughs> next was look off into the distance and have a Facebook Facebook profile picture. <laughs> Employment status. It's Destiny. complicated. <laughs> Timeline photo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Buff, and I'm the stuff, and my character does not progress. I. And oh, you, you've probably had enough. <laughs> two hours and 50 minutes I was like alright good we're getting closer to three hours which is it's yeah the last one was what 2.30 we've two the last 40? couple have been 2.40 2.34 yeah yeah so immediately we get the this uh, if you guys get a chance to check out this thunder that they're talking about and they're doing the video recap for it is a now, wild ass show is this the thunder this is not the Thunder that David Arquette won the title. No, 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 no. Okay, no. because I was confused. I thought I clicked on the wrong paper no, view at no. first. That was the week before, I think, the Thunder before this one? Because I did watch the David Arquette match. Yeah. So yeah. did you catch in that what what that show was themed? It kind of had a theme going in that Thunder. Like, it, was, it looked like it was New Blood versus Millionaire's Club uh, with a lot of repercussions. Okay, with so building off with New York Rules. That's what Vince Russo talked about, New York rules, which means there's no ref, which means you count yourself when you have a guy down. <laughs> but when you read this and you go through it, it is it sounds like one of the most exciting nights of fucking television. Well, this is what I remember. Because it is running after I mean, it is just insanity. And then how do you end it? Twenty-two man battle royal. Yeah. yeah. 22 minutes. Oh, God. Isn't that battle royal looks like shit. It's oh, my God. God. You, the you Macho Man see. running with Forearm City going on? Well, yeah. oh. well then there's a great shot of like of, on the hard camera of that battle royal, and you can clearly see Buff Bagwell just chilling, just standing in the corner waiting for somebody to <laughs> That's why Royal Rumble is always wait, build it. Like, there's two guys, three guys, yeah. let it build up, not it's starting off Yeah, that's, I like the... I mean, like, battle royals are always clusterfucks, but it seems to be better when they, they grow in number as opposed to start full and dwindle. What was also neat about that battle royals, it's the first time we've seen WCW look ahead to another show by having the winner of that be the number one contender Great American Bash, which happens to be... That's what that was? Yeah. Yep. So, so I was confused so, about that. So Ric Flair wins, and I swear he looks Is like... He's still like in Kane's ring attire? Oh, he's still street... A golf street clothes Ric Flair. Which doesn't it hinder his like, wrestling ability it, at all. It, when you played um, WWF Attitude, and you had the barbed wire ropes, and you threw Sergeant Slaughter in, and it looked like he was like just a mafioso guy who got shot up because his suit, he's just covered him. Yes. Yeah, that's it's on my back. Because he's wearing like this beige, this white slash beige like Ugh. polo or golf shirt, and it's soaking wet with flare sweat and someone's blood, but he's not bleeding. Which is weird. How how cool is it to see Savage? It was okay, awesome. All right, I, thought, the, I never thought we'd see him. Again. Right, there's Savage, but then bye. <laughs> then, that's <laughs> and his series finale. Of his romantic yeah. Savage. He was like, I gotta get my spot in from all my ready to rumble buzz. Mm -hmm. 
That's it. You're in just about as long as you're in the movie. See you in Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go um, be Bonesaw. Yeah. Got the cameras outside. A bus pulls up to the arena. The Millionaire's Club. This is how they travel. This is awesome. They all roll in on the bus together. They all come in. Bus riding. Lim- <laughs> bus riding. <laughs> that eliminates the limousine part. <laughs> so, I, I, I love this. They cut from that to the New Blood locker room. Where everybody's <laughs> laughing. Yeah. 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 Has the, he has the worst seat. He can't ben see Hero. the TV. Yeah. Oh, what's going on? He's waiting for his Facebook profile picture <laughs> yeah. to get He's taken. just over there going, oh, like, oh no, he's the brooding picture. Yeah. He's telling Steve, <laughs> he will feel my pain by getting the bitch seat at the big, the little bitch He looks like he's ready for an audition at the Booker T. Washington building down in Columbia. Uh, <laughs> he's getting he's an audition. off on the side. <laughs> and then, which I didn't I've know about. Heard good thing. <laughs> there's Liz looking. I was like, wait a minute. Why is Miss Liz in there with him? And she looks like she doesn't want to be there at all. This, no, Liz. And I don't. And I'm hoping that's a storyline thing, or if that's just her general. These the auditions for crumbs from the table of joy. <laughs> I forgot about that one. Wow. No, oh, what man. a piece of shit. <laughs> anyway, what a all right. Okay. Then it's funny, like, we go right from, we go from what, WWE has this tactic of, they kind of give you two uh, pay-per-view videos. They, uh-huh. they do one, they do a little, you know, backstage action, and then we're going to get you another one. Yeah. <laughs> that gets you, so we get another, um, we get another one that's carrying over from the Reboot Nitro and the Spring Stampede. It's really interesting how they kind of rope it all together. Of course, capping it off with, arguably, in a lot of people's minds, the worst nine professional wrestling, April... Twenty sixth, two thousand. Which is so stupid yeah. because if you watch the video package, Jeff Jarrett's the one that sets that match up. Yeah. Why would you set up a match like that? Well, and I've never liked tag match. Well, wait, a no. tag match where the, th- these have only happened maybe two or three times. Yeah, I remember when the Divas did it in yeah. two thousand one. No, you, you I, I do don't remember that. I don't remember. <laughs> well, what about the uh, King of the Ring with the Rock? Taker and Kane against Vince, Triple H, and Shane. And the, the winner, that. the person who got the pinfall won the championship. Never heard of that show. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Never heard of it. 1-800-CALL-DDP. That's not really a phone number. That's why I can't stand that sign. Because I'm like, it's just, I understand what you're doing, but at the same time, it just annoys me because that the... All right. So your shaking of the head I is enough. Those fans hey, it's so a- much. <laughs> <laughs> they're so fucking clever. And there and there were more of these kind of like Darren signs. <laughs> like oh, there or, was a sea of awful signs. There yeah. was this great like abomination to humanity sign. <laughs> of, of like it was like a drawing of a scorpion with stings. Yes, yeah. okay. <laughs> there were some awful stings. Yeah, like, just, uh, what was BD Wong cooking up over there in the bar? <laughs> <laughs> they won't this? tell us what's in it because it's part Steve Borden. <laughs> but. <laughs> There's a callback to one of your favorite signs from the last one, the chunky sting. Someone must have saw that sign and went, "No, no, this sting has to." It looks like Mona Lisa with the sting paint. It was like, it's right before what an the, improvement. Right, it's right before the scorpion sting. Ooh, that was a pun that just came out. Uh, it's right before that one. If you go back and watch, sorry, I know it was bad, but. <laughs> oh, there's this one fan in the crowd on the hard camera. She is standing the entire time. She's got a Hulkamania shirt on. She's just, yeah, white trash. And I don't know if she's there with anybody, but man, no one's listening. 
Yeah. And she's just, oh, God, she's so trash. Kansas City's finest. That's yeah, right. They've come out in droves. This is where handsome this Harley is a, races is it's from. It's a pretty good crowd, though. Oh, they're uh, fun. They're a pretty good crowd. The signs aren't too. much, but they're a lot of fun. Right off the bat, cruiserweight title match. Chris Candido is still, <laughs> is still the champion. I think your Raptors are out of control over there, Chris Pratt. <laughs> Knock that shit off. <laughs> from the movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> from the movie. Was that, that was Charlie's audition from Crumbs from the Table of Joys. <laughs> I'm going to do a one line of dialogue Jurassic World. <laughs> what do you make of that? You're hired! <laughs> All right, so Chris Candido and the artist. Now, what's funny is this has been a few that has mostly been about the women it has almost these guys almost have really have no heat between them it's between paisley and it's between tammy i was you know i, I have to don't call her sunny even though they they love to drop a sunny days i still mm. heard that was i here or was that spring stampede where they dropped a sunny day i think it's the spring they stampede. Say a sunny days i don't yeah. remember something like that i think it's when she pops in and they go mark man says sunny days are here again or something like that i this is so weird right off the bat like any like, I always thought like if you wanted to get heat and you're the hot woman, it's like, you want me to show it? Well, I'm not because you know you have right. you but know you don't deserve it or she's something. Up, she's always been itching to take her clothes yeah. off. Yeah, and when she took it off, I was like, oh, well, it's not much. It's no. very classy actually. <laughs> yeah, the weird like <laughs> that weird under it was quite like, underwhelming. Yeah, the boxer briefs that she's wearing under her. Well, those are spanks. Those, oh, yeah. I mean, I was, like just, I was trying to <laughs> let a little mystery there. Thank you. Boy, Mark Madden just hates women, doesn't he? Oh. Just hot tramps. Oh, here. I wrote it. Okay, here it is. They actually Any, call him out Here on it is. It. Anytime you combine hot cruiserweight action that's with it. hot tramps, that's pro wrestling, people. <laughs> oh, oh, get off it, Mark Madden. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it gets yeah. worse. Oh, it does. I do, I do love Dude. the disdain that they give him for that line. Go ahead. Oh, they do. Do you hear a vacuum cleaner during yeah. this match? There's this faint little, <laughs> and it, it goes just just for this match. Well, there's also there's I know there's at least one something's going on in the crowd because no one pays attention to the match. I, I think there's more than there are a couple times where everyone shifts their attention off camera somewhere else that's more interesting. Probably another it's a fat sting poster. It's coming up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I always want to see a good fat Luger. Oh, what? It's like forty fifteen percent body. Yeah. So I had a couple of Kit Kats. Oh god. <laughs> this this fucking match. Like it's funny. It doesn't start off that bad, but to me, this thing falls apart. Oh, this is a, this is the sloppiest match of the night. I think and, it's the sloppiest match we've seen from wrestlers. Oh, oh, not even wrestlers. Referees. Oh yeah. Oh. But, yeah, but I don't think it's right. I don't well, think it's Mickey J's fault though. Because I, I rewatched it, and I see. All right, we'll get to that spot. Anything, okay. anything, in the middle, like the first thing I looked at, I was like, "Who's fault?" Because generally speaking, there's either one guy who's off, mm-hmm. one or the other is usually off, and that's caused the problem. Prince I kid just sucks. Mm-hmm. Like I hate to say that because I liked him like what three years earlier, as we've talked so about on you. My idea here. You know, we had he had the you know he had his little island gimmick or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like you know, he was like one of the lesser of the Samoan guys. He was like he would have been like a Samoan henchman. <laughs> They won't get, claim he, him. he was like a Samoan like putty from Power Rangers. Because he was he's blood. Professor Tanaka <laughs> <laughs> from Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Yeah. Like, Whoa! <laughs> I don't know if he's that low. <laughs> but he just looks like uh, he looks gassed mm. quickly. Candido looks. 
looks like he's having to do a lot more than he should to make this thing work. Because he's not having threesomes with Jake the Snake and Sonny for cocaine anymore. Man, that... Oh, I forgot that That's story. a... All right. <laughs> <laughs> you want to get, yeah. get your hands on that rock. Sean's a son of a bitch. He said I... color? Mine's brown. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> Mark Madden. Even Mark Madden blushes at that one. Jake Carroll. <laughs> oh, Lord. There's a lot of, um, the fans call them out on their bullshit. Oh, uh, man. A lot you of booze. suck. Oh. You suck. Yeah. yeah. Uh, how, how about that powerbomb spot? You know the one I'm talking about? Where, like, the artist is, like, trying to powerbomb Candido, but Candido has to do all of the work because, the like, oh, he doesn't. Oh, it almost looks like a fuck up, and then it's. Sort of save. It's the yeah. Evan Courageous Medusa powerbomb. Remember? Yeah. It's the same spot. It's yeah. just so equally bad. Yeah. Now, all right. Damn how it. many times have we seen, not us individually, but how many times have these two wrestled each other in singles matches? Because Chris Candino is so much of a bigger person than mm-hmm. anyone that Prince Ikea has wrestled individually so far that we've seen. So I don't know if he's just too big for him to actually... It's a powerbomb. Like, yeah. all you have to... Like, like it... I'm not saying like you know it's I could not, go bust one out on Jason over here. It's not anymore, but it's, it's doing big show. Oh. It's not that. You mean Big Sexy the Giant Slayer? <laughs> big Lazy, I need your help, DDP, so we can get Mike Awesome off this ramp. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's later on when he's just like watching someone leave and he's just drinking a beer. Yeah, that's oh that's Vince Russo stole that car. Yep. Oh <laughs> man. So um the referee. One more last off, okay. like the the spot where the crap like. It ends up being what, like a sunset flip from the top rope. Or, you know, he, it's like he... He goes for his DDT, doesn't he? Well, he goes for his finish. And then, like, well, he does that. He tries to roll him up. It doesn't work, so they try to redo the spot where... They redo he it? He backs up into the roll-up, and the crowd just... Boom! <laughs> 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 Man, it was like I just saw Highlander right, so 2 or something. The, now, <laughs> the ending. <Yeah>. So... <laughs> What is this? My, my first cinematic disappointment. Oh, Highland Island too. The quickening. <laughs> right. So what is it like? Or what's the move? Like it's nothing substantial that Candido does, but he's a dragon screw leg whipper. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> he Ricky he, he, he covers him, and it's I, the sound guy is like on it. Yeah. You, well, dang. This is what I hate is because you don't ring the bell until the ref calls for it. So and Mickey J, I can tell by his eyes. I know it's not his fuck up. He is counting deliberately slowly. It's it's Ikea who is supposed to get a shoulder up, and he doesn't do it. So it looks like a three count. Yeah. Because Mickey J's me like, no, no, that's not the finish. The the problem I have with it is nobody wanted to see this match continue. Mm-hmm. I don't think there was any reason to restart it. No, Just no. eat it and go on. Instead, what does he do? He picks him up and is he spike pile driver him or something like that? Yeah. And then now he gets to cover him one two three. <laughs> That was probably an angry pile driver. I What's bet. What's this shit that's on Ikea's chin? Like, oh. easily actually goes and rips it off, and then and it, it comes on, and then it comes back. It's like the editor's not on their side, and for a live broadcast, because I saw her rip yeah, it off. It's like, is it stuff from her hair? I don't know, because it's purple. But he's not wearing his purple. He's wearing no. like white. He's, wearing, he's not even like the artist. He, she literally he really peels lazy. it off. It's gone. The next shot, it's back. He's like, no, no. I, lo- I love it. <laughs> I'm trying to grow perfect facial hair. <laughs> Charmel, put it back. It, just under eight minutes. This one's at 7.59. It's a spike pile driver filed by, or followed by the, um, 
the diving headbutt. And then afterwards, like we we had some more shenanigans because uh, Paisley, who eat like I don't know if she eats a chair shot, but she had been taken out. She gets back in the ring and decides to strip Sunny, which would be interesting if she wasn't wearing Spanx yes. and a you know a tube top or something, mm-hmm. which is like it's just gross. Like it just it, it really did take this. I, I, your face says it, it all. It really does. Uh, it just, uh, not that I like, should care. Not that I, I was like, I need some jets. <laughs> but I mean, like, it, if you're trying to sell me that there's like, like there's supposed to be once again the the Tammy sex appeal, uh-huh. there's none. Yeah. What can happen in five years? You just oh, like yeah. grandma her. Like it, it's like it, it, it would have been something if they went with a uh, Tammy wears granny panties. Mm-hmm. No. I just like that they had to get heat back on the artist mm-hmm. because of that fuck up. Oh my god, that that hurt because we hadn't had like a well. I'm trying to think like we've had some shitty openings uh-huh. and a lot of times they have the artist in them. It seems like yeah, he's but like, this one really hurt. All right, commentary. Well, let's raise the bar. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's find the ceiling and then smash through that motherfucker. It's the glass ceiling. This is the women equal pay match. It's like Batman when he comes through the ceiling, only he's going up. Yeah. <laughs> it's Kilmer! <laughs> oh, shit! I want you to help me freeze. Help me save my friend. I like how they remind us about the triple cage. Cage 2 is going to be the hardcore cage, yeah. and it's, Cage 3 is the guitar cage. It's, it's the Thunderdome yeah. cage. Yeah. Well, where's, it, the, where's the lava cage, awesome. and yeah. the ice cage, and yeah. the jungle cage? I just, I was just there should be a cage awesome. on top of the arena. <laughs> just have to climb into helicopter. Yeah. <laughs> I like this video package we get about how Terry Funk just takes beatings. Yes. Terry Funk is back. the toughest son of a bitch. I mean, yeah, that, that video package too, you'd believe it. Yeah. That oh, was yeah. a good it's video a good pack. package. Someone from the WWF so, must have called us. Okay, now you want to cut here. <laughs> now, I had been telling you about the match that they showed with him in the wall and like how it was on the Nitro, I think, after Stampede. And it was just brutal. It's the one where he spiked pile drivers and like on the table. Mm-hmm. Done break? No, mm-hmm. done break initial. No, it's where he also took his head and he just. I mean, really like legit rigs bashed him like from Lethal Weapon, like in Stacy Keebler's dancing cage, oh and just fucking destroyed him. But that leads into, I don't know what part we're on for this feud, but damn, they keep keep them coming, huh? The highlight, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this is... We've got. It's only Monday. She wasn't supposed to come till tomorrow. Who the hell is that? A little pun. See this? I mean, Blood Rises podcast. We'll be right back <laughs> after these commercials. Technical difficulties. <laughs> Did we get that or just leave him out there? Oh, I'm, oh, I'm, I'm just going to let, it, I'm just gonna let that go. Fuck it, let him cook. Hey, man. We're live, pal. That's <laughs> I was saying. <laughs> we'll do it live. Fuck we'll it. Do it live. <laughs> Fuck it. Do it live. What does that mean? Play us out. So this hardcore championship we're getting, Terry Funk is still the champion, uh, defending against Norman Smiley and a mystery partner. Bandit, he's really excited. That's Bandit. It's okay, buddy. I know you're excited too. See, he is. He is ready to bust through Pod Bay Nine. Ever since I'm in, who the hell is that? Who's out there? I don't know. You, <laughs> I, you don't know? We're recording oh, Slam oh, yeah. 2000. All right, I'm gonna have to in, get you to invest into a red light bulb for your front porch so you can turn it on so your neighbors know when you're recording. 
Yeah. Okay. Oh, there you go. Yeah, there, yeah. There we go. Live on air. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, we still have listeners after this. <laughs> we <just> put <laughs> applause. Now I need to go listen to some better audio podcast. <laughs> These guys don't know what they're doing. Get them a mix board. <laughs> so, uh, where do we go next with this? All right. So, the whole gimmick is supposed to be we've got uh, Terry Funk now taking on, as I said. Norman Smiley and a mystery partner, which is always fun because, especially in this time of WCW, that could be anybody. It could yeah. be Savage. Uh, it could. But, yeah. it, it really could have been. Mm-hmm. But um, I like how they tried. They do again. Bless Terry Funk's heart when he's backstage. Has anyone seen Norman? Yeah. Like he's. It's so sweet the way he asked for him. But then he says, "Oh yeah." <laughs> Here we go. Go ahead. Well, deja vu, just a different crapper. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then he stalls him. Yeah, <laughs> I do. See, I love the fact that Norman just ambushes him. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. great, great start there with it. But I'll be honest. Like I know as much. Obviously, Tony Schiavone had a great time calling this match. Oh, as the you commentating for this is actually it's, a lot he, of fun. Yeah, because they can't keep it together. No, it's like someone rang their doorbell and their dogs are. Going what did crazy. you guys think of Norman and the Kansas City outfit and his mystery partner? And the did, let me ask you: Did you know who it was? No, you didn't know. No, so. I, did I, you I, know? when I saw it, I'm like going, but. Yeah, the, but the, yes. the lack of selling mm-hmm. was, was indicative of somebody who has no idea what they're exactly. No, no, that's it. It's just like, why aren't they selling? Oh, well, okay. Tony Schiavone is maybe he's gonna like, or he's just holding the chair in the air. What we were talking about, you know, you can always see a swerve coming when someone pauses. Yeah. So there's a two minute pause. Schiavone goes, maybe he's gonna turn on Norman Smile. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm just coming up with shit as we go. Mark Madden, worst. I love that this would be a category. Worst. Mystery partner ever, <laughs> and, and then Scott Hudson goes the mystery partner, the big useless lump. Oh my god! <laughs> it's it is definitely. I mean, it's fun. This is like we we're always oh, talking about when you so if you're trying fun. to grade matches overall and entertaining, mm. it really mm. doesn't get better than this. Um, it gets so out of control. Yeah, Nick Patrick hands Terry Funk a chair. Yeah, yeah. Why, why not? And then. Uh, what, Terry Funk's got this like running thing. You know, everyone has their spots in his hardcore matches where he's blindly tossing things behind his head. I'll tell you this: he is the most accurate blind tosser. No Man, he is. Oh, he whacks him on, on that multiple oh occasions. Gosh. I've been it's... practicing with my throwing bats. I don't know if it was you guys. I was really expecting that thing to just collapse and start rolling. Oh yeah, that would have been neat. Like, I, that's what I was waiting. This was for. backstage assault. The game that might have happened. Then again, it might not have. <laughs> Why doesn't it do that? <laughs> it's just there. It's just John Tenta. What's he doing here? <laughs> Why is it when I slam him into the bus, all that happens is the light flashes? Yeah. <laughs> you guys remember uh, that when Austin drops a crane on a bus and causes it to explode? <laughs> it's the most improbable thing I've ever seen. Well, it's DX. Anyway. There was a lot of meth. <laughs> anyway, go so, ahead. The reveal. Oh. Who the is reveal. it? No, I, Making his re-return to WC re-return. His long-awaited return. It's his re-return. Hashtag re-return for... Ralphus, yeah, ass cracking hand. Yes. Oh my God, this poor son of I'll a tell bitch. You, he, his back by the end of this looks like he is. Oh, he gets it. Oh, oh my God. Terry Funk gets offended. Scott Hudson, uh, basically, his 
Ralphus's pants kind of come down. And Scott Hudson says, I'll give you 28 bucks if you undo what you just did. <laughs> Why 28? That's all he's got in his pocket. He didn't even have enough for the five-minute personal visitation. These damn Coors lights cost $15 here. <laughs> That's why you buy Anheuser-Busch. You're in Missouri. Ice cold beer here. How about it? <laughs> um, the man's as tough as an old bowling shoe. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a JR line. My favorite call is the Ralphus wants to do the wiggle. <laughs> Yeah. My God. And isn't he doing the wiggle still with his ass hanging out? Yeah. He is. And he's actually thrusting into Terry Funk. Yes. Right. Oh, it's it's a sight. This thing goes on for 10 minutes. And I, the, the thing, I'm reaching a, a point where it's just like, I feel like I, we're just seeing the same shit with this match. Uh, like, I understand that what this match is supposed, it's supposed to be a comedic sure. segment. I yeah. get it. That's fine. But at the same time, it's like, you got like it's, when you're leading off with weapons right off the bat, mm-hmm. it's like this is the same problem people talked about with ECW shows, where it's like you have these great matches, but everyone by the end of it's like, eh. because you everyone's throwing chairs, yeah. they're hitting each other with the most violent things possible, and it's only match one. Yeah, yeah. like what where do you, do you get? go from here? This one should have been like it's, even as the comedic match. I think it should be later in the night because you need a break, but it's, mm-hmm. I feel it's too early. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I, me personally, I think uh, it starts to fall apart once they hit the ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's the that's where it just kind of crescendos down. It's 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 nothing because I mean it's it's great Terry Funk material. Like mm. there's not there's nothing like there's nothing. I can't say there's anything bad about it. It just feels a bit played out. It, lays, it goes on a while. Yeah, um, it's fun, and I do love it. Or Funk or Terry Funk obviously retains. Uh, Norman helps Ralph us do the wiggle afterwards, so we get, you know, whatever. All right, to the back. It's Mean Gene approaching a limo. Who's in the limo? It's David Arquette. Your world champion, folks. That's right. A world champion who does not want the title. Who wants to relinquish the title in a match. Yeah. Well. All right. Yeah. (laughs) He wanted to get rid of the title, but was forced in the title by me and old Titus, I mean, Eric Bischoff. Why not just have a match with DDP on Nitro and lay down for the pin, a la yeah. Finger Poke of Doom? Well, well, a la, well, well <laughs> I don't care about you know, that. It's coming up soon. <laughs> um, he's rightfully, I like how, I mean, it's, it's a legitimate, like, I like how he's not pumping himself up, like, with overconfidence. Uh-huh. It's under. Yeah, he's, I'm, I am scared. Yeah, rightfully so. He should be, and I, and I actually believe he was. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, probably some of his best acting, you know, since, uh... <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'd say eight-legged freaks. I, well, I was about to say that's what two years are coming up. I think, yeah, yeah, two yeah. or something. Yeah. Good for him. That was the end, I think. And then he did see Spot Run. <laughs> Nobody saw that. Movie. N- nobody <laughs> saw Nobody's, Spot Run. Nobody, nobody no, no, saw. Nobody. <laughs> well, still more people than the FIFA movie. Um, Mister, I have it written here. Mister Perfect's WWF music hits because that's exactly what this shit is, and uh, the perfect one. It's just, it's I'd be perfectly fine if we just skipped this. <laughs> <laughs> I really would. I wanted to turn this off so bad. Yeah, this um, is this is one of the most insulting things I've ever seen in wrestling. Wow. No, it really is. It's, it's an it's, it's embarrassing. On paper, it was an interesting feud because it's not, yeah, the feud is. I I I understood. Or I get where you're going. I think everybody can. It's nothing you know hard to understand. Well, to be specific, I'm talking about the finale. Oh yeah, 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 to be specific. Yeah. But to figure, like Stasiak has, uh, we briefly saw him do a run in on 
Kurt Henning on the Reboot Nitro, but found a feud. We've got somebody to give us some background. Who is this Sean Stasiak? Well, I think we all know oh, right yeah. off the bat. Did he something. do Stasiak? Yeah, he oh, did. Hey, right. Martin Dixon from Wrestling in the Clinton Years. How you doing, Martin? He's yes. back. He's back to let us know who is this man named Stasiak, the son of former WWF champion. Stand the man, Stasiak. Sean was trained by legendary Dory Funk Jr. And debuted on the independent scene in 1996. In 97, Stasiak joined the WWF after sending them a tape of self-made vignettes, one of which saw him as Phobia, a Halloween-themed character who taught children safety tips while trick-or-treating. <laughs> Sounds more interesting That's already. What that was. I had never heard of that. Stasiak reprises this role today in his work as a public speaker. Oh, I love you, Martin. <laughs> after <laughs> after some time under the tutelage of Tom Pritchard, Sean received his call-up in 1999, debuting on Heat by attacking Tiger Ali's scene. Yeah. <laughs> you want to start high? <laughs> Let's go for the Arabic million dollars. I do love the verb here. Soon rechristened meat. Yeah. Sunday night meat? <laughs> <laughs> Sunday night meat. <laughs> He was always on heat. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, you know what the highlight was? <laughs> it was Shane McMahon's stunned. show, but man, Stasiak yeah. was more on there more than he was. Stasiak became the sex slave of the Pretty Mean Sisters. TMS. Mm-hmm. And sure. would frequently lose matches due to being exhausted by his mistresses before the match. There's was uh, Jackie and uh, Terry, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah. Following a feud with Chaz... Meat as a gimmick was cooked. Meat as a gimmick was cooked, and Stasiak once again. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yes, he gets my humor. Stasiak. Well done. Once again, became he became Sean Stasiak to be one one to face a debuting Kurt Angle at the 1999 Survivor Series. Shortly after this, Sean found himself in hot water after revelations. This is where it gets weird. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of this. This is I've heard most of this. This is crazy. Shortly after this, Sean found himself in hot water after revelations. He had secretly recorded backstage conversations between wrestlers without their consent. And despite his insistence that this was a joke and held and had you know, there was absolutely no malice to it. So that means that, you know, it, it was actually going on. There's no you know, he admitted it. Mm-hmm. Stasiak was soon fired by WWF and found himself as part of the new blood in WCW prior to Slamboree and began feuding with Kurt Henning. So, I just, I just got it. I would love to know what were some of these conversations that he was recording. I don't know. What, I don't know what to say. To I that. mean, first I, of all, why, why would he do that? His place <laughs> on the card. Who would he be? Who would he be hanging out with to get like? Is he like a big fan of Blowout? <laughs> and he's hoping to hear like a murder. <laughs> <laughs> he's looking for the. Uh, what was that stupid documentary where they caught the billionaire murder? Oh, in the, uh, the jinx. Yeah, he was trying to jinx somebody. Love that documentary. He's like, I'm gonna find out if the Montreal screw job was real or not. Now, what did he say? It was that. Uh, <laughs> Killed them all. <laughs> of course I did. <laughs> Chilling. Oh. <laughs> hey, Bradshaw, man, I'm telling you, man, I'm just you see him. T- man, that Robert Durst, I knew that son of a bitch the whole time. I saw that movie with Ryan Gosling. Yeah, all, uh, oh, fuck, I don't fucking remember. But it was about the restaurant. Yeah, I knew it was him, man. You know, Robert Durst does a, does a commentary on his own documentary about him killing his wife. Man, the balls on that motherfucker. <laughs> Man, I was doing a movie with Terry Gilliam. 
And I'm telling you, man, we got to point that picture where we need a complete sequence, and I just told him, Terry, you need a fucking jump. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. All right, so Stasiak versus Henning. Okay, so I felt like I knew where this was headed, and I was I hated I that was it went way here. wrong. I, no, you you didn't. Oh, I mean, I figured. Did you he, think Henning was going to go over? No, no. But I didn't think he'd lose like he lost. Yeah, that's. I, some... I one thing I was astounded by, and I get, and I'm, and I'm not really, but I guess just compared to everybody else on this card, his pops are amazing when he oh, comes yeah. out. He's a WWF guy. This yeah. is one of those things where it's like we remember you, mm-hmm. and we will always love you. There's a great sign in the crowd um, that you pointed out. It was uh, Kurt Henning should be WCW World yeah. Champion. Yeah. I, I, somebody like got to the arena that day and was like, you know what? <laughs> these sting signs are getting over. I got one for you. Yeah. <laughs> no one's going to have one of these. Someone so, give me a mark. I, did you guys feel like... Did you guys feel like Henning was really trying to make... Was trying to help him? Was trying to help him get made in this a little bit? I mean, I would guess so. Considering what happens and is as protected as that move used to be. I mean, it looks like... He, it does... It seems like he's trying to help him like throughout it. Because a lot of times, Stasiak does look a little lost. I mean, he has to have helped him based on the ending of the match alone. That, right. Uh, th- th- that doesn't hurt Sean Stasiak in any way. So let me ask you, do you think he... Do you think Stasiak looks good in any way throughout this match no. at all? Unfortunately, no. No. I don't think he's. I don't think he's got a lot of. He doesn't have a lot of. Um, I mean, his wrestling ability is all right, but he doesn't have that Buff Bagwell thing, uh, where he's 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 an entertainer, mm-hmm. which he should be. You know, he's got he's, he's got, got, got a great for it. look. Yeah, he's got the good look, but he doesn't he doesn't play to the crowd enough. I, I never really cared for Sean Stasiak, nope. sadly. In, Except for Planet Stasiak, I was a big fan of that. Planet Stasiak. I don't think he understands what kind of wrestler he wants to be. Like, right. I think he just sees the look in the mirror. Yeah, and that's it. It's like an even worse version of Lex Luger. <laughs> yeah, because at least Luger what knew what his moveset Luger, was. Mm-hmm. Luger, knew Luger can work around him. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, and say a lot of things about Luger. I mean, when the guy would fire up as a babyface, mm-hmm. I mean, he could get a crowd pumped up. And we're gonna see that really later. Could. They're back, and you're gonna see that later on, <laughs> too. But um, the interesting thing, like we get to, we get to the ending to be able to see what what we were hoping for. I was I was gassing up to see what we we get a Henning Plex, and we do. We do. <laughs> <laughs> it's too bad it's the fuckbuster version where it's like I think he, I, it's like he forgot that he has to bridge him. Look, he wanted to release him. Right. <laughs> and uh, and it, he picks him up like Kurt Henning always did it really quick and kind of low. Yeah. And. But, he actually picked him up like all the way up. That's why. Donkey's like gonna do. A, he did a stalling Henning plex. So Sean Stasiak pins Kurt Henning, Mister Perfect, with the perfect plex. Henning's own move. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I've actually. I don't think I've ever seen this before. I can't think of one time where I saw this. Where we're, we're, oh, we're where like Austin he, pinned the Rock with the Rock Bottom. Or Rock pinned Austin. Oh, with I the see what you're talking about. Like, so, yeah. This is the ultimate honors. Like this is bigger than Brett. Kicking out of the perfect plex back at Somerset. Yeah, it this is. doesn't seem like it's something that's earned. No, this is not earned at all. And I and it's 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 interesting in this way that these are two second generation guys whose dads probably were really yeah. like, uh, you know whether or not they were friends they probably wrestled quite a bit. And we're in the same each other. <laughs> I mean, true. You're like 17 years younger than me, but that's true. Our dads were pals. Yeah, but um, yeah, it's. 
Man, he really puts them. I mean, he puts them over big because it's clean. There's no BS about the finish. There's no. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's really no foreign object type of thing. There's it, no he just, grabbing of the ropes. It's so weird. Like it's just. It starts off with just a. He, he does that bullshit. You know, springboard into the mm-hmm. the turnbuckle, which, you know, the other guy has a jump to make it work, and Kurt Henning hits. Oh God. Jason. Ah! <laughs> 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 That's what it seems, and then he just takes the. Takes a Henning plex. So you, you get the feeling they're really trying to build something for Stasiak. It's just the problem is, like, you just look like shit. I mean, a build, it, a build you know? can't just be, we'll throw you a big guy to beat, and that's it. And then that's just going to put you over. It's got to be, like, well, it's called a build. A, for a, a build. Yeah, it's not just. And they had been. And they had no been, shortcuts. Well, they had done, they'd done the initial run in on the reboot Nitro, was where this all started. There was nothing at Stampede, which would have helped. Would have I helped just, to have gotten. There's also no reason why. I just don't think WCW knows how big Kurt Hennig is, mm-hmm. or I don't think they appreciate. They just wanted to like, do these like, ooh, it's cute because we call him the perfect one, the perfect one, and one. you were Mister Perfect, and uh, whatever. And we'll come. On, you'll come out to this music. Like, I, don't, I still don't understand how they pulled that off. How he, how he can I, come out to that because that's not a classical piece. That's a isn't that a Jim Johnston like or orchestration. Well, it is. Be, it's well, a slower tempo and it's lower in tone. So Jimmy Hart, had, you know, I mean, it's ice ice baby. Is that what you're <laughs> it's, it's it's dun <laughs> dun 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 dun. Whereas Mr. Perfect was dun 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 dun. dun. Yeah, there's. Oh, I'd love different. to see Suge Knight hold you over the <laughs> balcony. <laughs> I'd love to see Suge Knight do it because then I'd be dead. <laughs> And cut. I've already been been to the ER once this week. All right, so the new and the that was uh, new blood locker room. Russo is trying to get Scott Steiner pumped up. Well, see, I come from a highly educated university, so when I come out and speak these white trash, I gotta dumb myself down. I gotta dumb myself down. Dumb myself down. Right, sit down, white trash, bitch. I came here to kick somebody's ass. So all you white trash right now, sit down, get on your knees, and pay homage to the next world champion. Bitch, I'm the greatest son of a bitch you ever had. Shut up. See, I, I control the landscape. Bitch. Well, see, I come from a highly educated university. That's why I got a college skill. That's why I was an all-American in Michigan. But at fought at mayhem, I'm going to give you, bitch, at mayhem, your... <laughs> hey, he gets, pisses him off. You are Steiner no tells him, keep his... <laughs> Keep your hands off me. <laughs> it's just awesome. I, mean, I just see that on paper, just thinking about it, too. Just the fact that Scott Siner is basically Francis from uh, Stripes. <laughs> it's almost like, you know, when Ric Flair always cuts the, you're my big man tag partner, so he's like touching him and complimenting his gotta, body. Yeah, you gotta... This is like <laughs> a failed version of that. So... As we get into it for um, for Scott Steiner, he is the United States champion, and he is still the champ from Spring Stampede. And I think it's a good fit for him. I think it's a good fit for him to have this title. Mm-hmm. Uh, who is he up against tonight? Hugh Morris. Yes. Hugh Morris. And it sounds like, I don't know, 
It's the music that he comes out to. It sounds like the zoo by the Scorpions. <laughs> it does. Oh, it, it does. Sounds like the zoo, and I was just like, mm. now we like uh, it's the same uh, drums. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I wrote the whole monologue. Uh, oh, so I did because it's hilarious. So before, like, this is perfect. I'm gonna segue into that perfectly because who is like we saw Hugh Morris briefly in our very first episode. Yep. Did do we? Yes. Oh we... come on. <laughs> Oh, not Demont. Oh. Uh, oh, no. Not Demont. <laughs> Humanitarian. <laughs> the Bill Demont experience. Yeah, where's just this? <laughs> so, who is this Hugh Morris that we the saw briefly in 90? Yeah, let's do it. Martin Dixon, wrestling in the Clinton years, is going to fill us in here. Who is he? Bill Demont. He began his career in the late 80s under the awesome name Big Sweet Williams and later crashed the Terminator. Before debuting in, uh, debuting in Japan, 1993, capturing that time that company's tag team titles and a world heavyweight championship after emerging victorious in a 16-man tournament wow. all overseas. Returning to the U.S., DeMott once again became Crash the Terminator in ECW. I was gonna say because wasn't that supposed to be Billy or Bully? I can't even talk all of a sudden. Bubba Ray Dudley's name? Yeah, he was. He Wait was. A... Yeah, he was called something like the yeah. Terminator. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot but, of those going around. And later, of course, we said ECW. Later, the much less prestigious Pennsylvania Championship Wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> wow. PCW. <laughs> PCW. <laughs> Before joining WCW at the behest of Kevin Sullivan in 1995. Originally called the Man of Question, <laughs> the laughing man Hugh Morris was unveiled as a member of the Dungeon of Doom in a segment of WCW Saturday Night. Yes. The story goes that Morris was a gift of laughter from Sullivan to the master. Yes. <laughs> the great reader repulsive gimmick. Oh. And, and, and apparently hailed from the island of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> Is that southwest of parts unknown? <laughs> it's the second start of the it's right. The second kind start of, of the right. Following the dissolution of the Dungeon of Doom, Morris was relegated to the undercard. <laughs> no shit. That's <laughs> one of the, yeah, his well, only distinction. That distinction. That's it. His only his, distinction. His one memorable match. <laughs> first victim of the streak. Uh, after a stint under the management of Jimmy Hart and a feud with the Revolution, Morris took a leave of ad- I think it's the family is who yeah. that's supposed to be because the... I don't, yeah. I don't think it was actually in the Revolution, was it? Morris? No, they, I think the family feuded with the Revolution. Yeah, the Revolution was... Uh, and the Radicals and Shane Douglas. Yeah, the Radicals and Shane Douglas. <laughs> Regardless of which, Morris took a leave of absence in late 99, returning in early 2000 as a harder-edged version of The Laughing Man. But this was scrapped as part of the company-wide reboot with Russo and Bischoff. We never got to see that really on the podcast, but in the, the, the printouts or whatnot, like in reading about what was going on in Nitro, like... Yeah, he was still coming out, and he was like they were trying to, you know, give him that harder edge. But now that we know who the hell this man is, we do get a promo, which oh. you have transcribed. Greatest promo us. he ever uh, he, he's ever said, because he sounds like a complete idiot. <laughs> <laughs> so he goes, "My name was given to me by Eric Bischoff, and it was a brain fart. It was to make me look stupid. From now on." You address me by my real name, Hugh G. Rection, Captain Rection for short. That's right. And he says all of this with a straight face. Yeah. 
Now, did you... Um, I, I, I remember that. Was he not a general at one point? Did he promote himself, then get demoted? Or is he on the verge of the promotion here? That's why he's only a captain. Well, he hasn't had enough confirmed kills to get that yet. There hasn't been enough American Snoopy. <laughs> 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 we came home... He does become general. It's when the misfits in action actually become an army. <laughs> My brother got killed in war, and the only man that Hugh Morris will listen to is is you. You're gonna have to train him. Just keep him away from the general. So you've got <laughs> you've got Hugh Morris general reaction being trained by this little boy, and he has post traumatic stress. <laughs> oh, okay. so uh, anyway, so it's like. So yeah, Captain Rection for short. Mm-hmm. It's the same amount of syllables as Hugh G-Rection. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it's I always same. thought it's also supposed to be another dick pun. Because, you know, you're making all these erection jokes and you say it's short. You know, I, I didn't know if it was a... I don't know. <laughs> Maybe, I don't know. I mean, come on, the Misfits in action get pretty uh, yeah. risque, buddy. Now, as, aw- now, as awesome <laughs> as uh, Scott Siner's theme music is, Let's give pause so we can give him our theme music as we root on the, the one guy. The one guy, like, I'm still fully behind in this. Absolutely. Other people, yes, but I'll tell you, after this match, ab- oh, hell oh, yeah. yeah. So as he comes out, you know, he was escorted by, I wrote down, the Bella, Bella Twins Prime. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. What, what, what the hell was that? Did the Bella <laughs> Twins hatch out his, of their boobs? Those yeah. are his freaks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. I, they, when did they, they debut? Let's get their do- bio. Martin, <laughs> damn it. You put all this over in DeMont. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't even give us the last 15 years of his career. So Scott well, Steiner's about Of course not. Why it's would a we? joke. You just need to keep quiet over there. I'm gonna keep quiet. I'll get the dogs to fill in. Lord knows they've been cutting well, it all damn day. All right. I think Steiner was about as big a fan as that pro- of that promo as I was. I think man, Steiner got mad. He's like, "You got a dick joke in." Steiner wrestles uh, quite well. Here. Oh, <laughs> he does. It's a all right. What's interesting is like it. It is a it's a slower match. Mm-hmm. But what I like is that Steiner does everything possible to maintain not only heat on himself by just being angry with everybody oh, there. <laughs> Another call. You suck. How many, how many times does he roll out and get into someone at ringside face? I always wondered if this was a part of his gimmick or if this was real life. Like that's the thing about Scott Steiner that I that I really like. Both. Is, yeah, because he could he could blur that line. Yeah. I I actually believed that he was that guy. What well, the announcers say it too? Like fans like to have a little fun, but the fun should stop when Scott Steiner comes walking towards you. Did you guys get uh, you, uh, fitting that we're in the Kemp Arena? We got to see the Owen Pile Driver in this match. Ooh. Yeah, that was nasty. Yeah, that's right. That's nasty. Um, I, th- <laughs> it's if you had just told me that Scott Steiner and Captain Rection here were going to uh, be uh, having a match, I thought this would have been a squash. Oh, absolutely. Instead, Hugh Morris comes out looking great. Well, he, he looks they can awesome. Take, like, he takes these moves well, and yeah. Steiner, like, I was so impressed. First of all, just by the belly to belly. Oh my! But he tops that. He does an over to overhead belly to belly. Is that out of the bear hug? Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, "This is gonna be bad." No. Mm-mm. Like it looks so good. Look like look, look like a video game animation almost. Yeah. You know, it's like I don't know how he did it. Yeah. The only cringing thing was when he tries to roll out of the way of the moonsault and he still gets hit. Oh, by that him. the decapitation. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. 
Oh. Uh, which, uh, you know, he, he, he rechristens himself Hugh G. Reaction. Yeah. Which is news to everybody in that arena, including the commentators. Yet, the commentators know that he's renamed his move to the Raging Climax. Yeah. 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 Well, because Chavo came and told them. Yeah, because oh, that's who's at ringside, of course. We yeah, have to, that's right. The With Chavo. And, uh, it's Chavo. Van Lash. Yep. LaRue, and then Van, who keeps like Van Hammer won't go away. He He's been himself. around since 1990. That's yeah. amazing. Oh, wow. Like he has been around that long. Like in, he, was, he was Van Hammer, where he had his little rock. T-shirt, yep. air guitar. Yep. The only thing I really remember about him is he had a match, or he had like a match or a feud with Cactus Jack that wound up uh, was on the Clash of the Champions. That wound up going in. I think it was in Kansas City because it also wound up going into a rodeo stable. And Abdullah the Butcher was there and hit him with a cow shit covered shovel. <laughs> That man should never be allowed to wrestle. <laughs> <laughs> Ever. What do you guys think of the like? We're going to be getting more into him, but I, I kind of like that there's yes. uh, there is an offshoot stable because it's like they literally like they're miss they are missing an action because we don't know when these guys are going to get to work. And Ever. It's, it's good because you've got this here. Are these you've held all these people back, so these you know it's you've been holding people back. This is why they haven't been successful. But then they're doing the same thing, and they're right. holding these people back. Right. So now they're like, "It's a neat idea." Yeah, I get to see an early incarnation of J and J Security. Yeah. 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 Uh, <laughs> the only thing that's kind of dumb this match is I don't think Scott Steiner needed the Bella Twins to uh, no. interfere on his behalf. No, no. And boy, do they! If they only did it once, it would be one thing. But shit, they fucking keep getting up on the apron like multiple times. Now he's like distracted. No. He's, he's yeah. like, oh, I'm a professional wrestler. I've been doing this for a long time. Oh, boobs. This, this clearly this match is ended. They're huge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the they're huge. BD Wong bred those boobs well. God damn. Uh, Steiner recliner for the victory. I really... Yeah. yeah, that one looks like a strangle. Yeah. yeah. I really like this match. Like, mm-hmm. I, in a lot of ways, it was my favorite match tonight because really? it's the, here's the reason I say that is because Scott Steiner did what a professional wrestler does in terms of I know I'm the bigger star. The goal of this match is not necessarily for me to get over, it's for to get this guy over. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, like, everything Martin just said is 100% dead on accurate. The guy was a fucking fool. A hundred percent of the time, until like seeing this, where it's like, wow, like not only can he take a lot of stuff, but he hung with Steiner yeah. mm-hmm. throughout this match. I I really dug that because there's a theme that I'm gonna harp on throughout this show, where it's veterans, and and even though like they they, they still they kind of have a, about the same career span at this point. Morris has been around for a bit. Bill Demott has, but still, it's like. The guy who's clearly over is trying needs to help the other guy get over. Mm-hmm. This match succeeds in it. Matches that come do not. No, at mm-hmm. all in any regard. But that's why I really dug this. But we get there's some follow there's some fallout to this match. Why? <sighs> another yeah. another favorite of ours after the R and B security. I, boy, they are boy they're another group this of useless. I like I like to see them fight Doug Gillinger's guys. Oh, like that would be. Oh, like the new blood security with. The, oh yeah, that'd yeah. be good. Yeah, there and you go. Booker comes out now. Booker's been in an interesting. Forgot about that. Yeah, so, <laughs> that Irish whip. <laughs> so do you know where kind of the seeds of this were planted? Uh, no. So this is so awesome. I told you about that nitro after Stampede, and I was like, I may be going crazy, but some of these nitros are really good. <laughs> so the night Great after statement. Stampede, Jeff Jarrett says like, or. It's a combination between him and Russo say, like, open challenge anybody. He does the open challenge. He, uh-huh. he actually does the John Cena back in 
2000. Whoa. Puts a contract on the door. Rise, it's about to go to commercial break. Somebody signs, and you can tell there's an S. And then Jared sees is like, oh, hell no. Like, And he's like, no, we're not doing this. It's Scott Steiner. <laughs> he signed to get a world title shot. I just won the U.S. title, but hey, this Fuck thing's it. just a stepping stone anyway. Uh, and our t- wasn't it proclaimed last night I'm the number one contender anyway? What's so awesome is like he's 100% legit about going to get that world title. And what ends up happening is because Booker had been getting a lot of heat from Russo, Booker comes out and beats on Scott Steiner so that Jared can keep the belt and get the win. I see. So they kind of had a back and forth. So it's awesome that Booker keeps that up, comes out here, delivers another just a damn hellacious axe kick. God damn. It's, it's, yeah. it's, you're going to take it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Because the Irish rip's kind of yeah. meh. But no, Booker pulls that move off. Them, yeah, it was, and it's cool because that's – that's a feud I'd be excited yep. for. Yep. I would be excited for that. That was about nine and a half minutes. I thought that was pretty decent overall for that match. I, you know, we're talking about the timing and stuff. Not, not too bad. I'm I'm good with it. In the back, Mean Gene is with Canyon. I'm excited here because yes. I, I, I don't think we've seen a Canyon promo yet. So we, we're, we're trying to figure out where what's happening with Canyon because he should be new blood. He came out kind of as new blood, but mm-hmm. he's turned on him. And he talks about, he sums it up saying that Paige... Means more to him than sucking up to Russo and Bischoff. It's a decent promo. I mean, yeah. guys, I like, not, oh, I like the yeah, promo. Friendship, yeah, not bad yeah. at all. You know, it's no no pun intended here that this is an awesome match. It it really is. Yeah. This thing oh, is man. a big. Sp- well, the first thing I wrote when the bell rang was, "I miss these guys." Oh, <laughs> I man. really do. Yeah, yeah. We're getting Mike Awesome and Chris Canyon going out of here. Um, Mike, I. What's what's been fun about watching Mike Awesome matches here is, anytime he's brought up in WCW, it seems like oh well they just shit on him. Well, because uh, the thing that sticks out is that seventies guy. Right. Yeah. But before that, he gets some decent work in. Yeah, he, he does. You get his ECW matches without chairs. Right. Yep. Yeah. Except for this one. Where, well, well, well <laughs> this well, one. Oh. <laughs> well, see when I, when I think of Mike Awesome with chairs, I just think of Masato Tanaka mm. and how that man is still alive after taking those chair shots. Back in the day. My God. It was just awful to watch that. So what did you guys think of this? Um, Enjoyed it. I, I did too. I mean, just, yeah. Uh, there's, it's, a lot, it's a lot of fun. It's, it's kind of a stiff match. Mm-hmm. Awesome gets his spots in. Um, we get an ECW chant at one point. Yep. Yeah. yeah. You get a good call out too. Uh, when it's, it's later on when Mike Awesome just starts ripping up the mats next to ringside. Yeah. And he's, he goes and he does it over here. And then Canyon gets away, so he goes over and starts ripping up next to the ramp. And Scott Hudson says, Mark Madden tearing up the mats in ringside. Who does he think he is? Bill Watts? I was like, that oh, is yeah. great. Nope. I forgot about that. Yeah. That Good is call. fantastic. I was like, that. We get one of those scary as hell Mike Awesome Undertaker spots. Oh, I call my God. The, yeah, where I just, I'm going to dive over and hope for the best. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, well he, he, I think his head hits the guardrail, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we get that. Um, we get a moment that actually made me jump. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah power bomb? I thought it was over. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. So yeah. even Mike Awesome for like a brief second. Yeah, he did, too. You can see it in his eyes. Uh yeah, when he drops Canyon, he drops him right on his neck. Yeah. yeah. And it's scary. It was the big show Evan Bourne spot from a couple years ago. Remember that? I was oh, Jason. Yeah. Remember we were watching that in the apartment? The big Spear? show. Yeah. 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 Where, where, where Big Show thought he killed him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you see him. All right. right. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, I'm not, I guess I, I shouldn't be surprised by this match, but I guess I was surprised it went to such a level. I mm-hmm. think I just forget that Canyon was a good wrestler. And he's not even in his best shape here, it looks no. like. No. 
But wow. damn, does he? This remi- I was telling Jason. This reminded me of Kurt and Brock in a lot of ways. Like where Canyon is clear, like he's the better overall wrestler, right. and Mike Awesome has just feats of athletic prowess that come out of nowhere. Yeah, he's a, he's a jaw dropper. Mm. Yeah, he was back in the day. See, these two. This this is like me, like the a good teaser match for a few months down the road for a belt. True. Like for you, like these Seems two like for you. Working on Awesome. Yeah, <clears throat> which yeah. they should have been. And then the match, even after the power bomb, I was like, I'm still with it. And then it's ruined. So uh, yeah. all right. So I, that's what I was getting to next. What do you think of the finish? Is obviously a classic WCW finish in typical fashion. They have somebody run in and ruin the run, run in's a strong word. Oh, <laughs> he lumbers. He lumbers. Yeah, yeah. yeah we I, get I, we get a couple. It, it's you it's get this big guy who I love, um, Mike Awesome, and then you get the guy that basically Mike Awesome was the was the antithesis of, which is Kevin Nash, yep. and, and of course the fans just. Are always gonna love Kevin Nash, yeah. you know, despite what he did to that company. Well, he right. tries to be mayhem Kevin Nash. He is in yeah. this pay per view a lot. Yeah, oh, he is. He's got about four or five segments. Yeah, yeah. where he doesn't do a whole lot. He doesn't do, he doesn't <laughs> do much. This is where he does the most. Yeah. So the set it up, awesome. Finally, is gonna get. Oh. He's about to finally get. Kevin Nash. And, and to be honest, I thought it was gonna happen. I, what? Based on like just how this match been going, I was like, oh, he's gonna powerbomb him on the floor, and it's gonna. Oh, happen. I was worried yeah. about it too. Yeah. But yeah, Kevin Nash. I, I, hate, I hate his punches. Oh, yeah. just, he doesn't even hit his own hand when he's holding the guy's head. No. Oh. You have you get Nash that comes out, interrupts. Then we get is it the it's just the new blood. It's not the security. Because it's the actual new blood that yeah. hits the ring. Well, don't the don't the millionaires hit the ring too? Yeah, because well, they hit a, the ring after, right? So right. They they hit it, right, right. It's after. like the end of a nitro. Yeah. In the middle of a show. Yeah. You get a big end of a nitro. Run out of time. Um, the millionaires come out on top in this in this squabble here and everything and um. I like what you were like. Everybody goes up to Canyon and gives him mad props sure. from the millionaires. It's club. a. It was a. Unfortunately, it didn't pan out. But this is like a build moment. If you think back to a couple pay per views ago, the Sting hugging Vampiro, like because they're like, oh my god, you know, are you okay? And he's standing tall. The crowd is so into him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This could have been up there. You go. This is like another DDP moment. Mm-hmm. Like when the crowd really just finally embraced DDP. Yeah. I mean, it just it's wrestling just not as hot as it was for that that many people, but that's the vibe I got. It's twelve minutes and eleven seconds. Like, I mean, it's it's one match. I, like, I honestly, I was like, man, this uh, could have would have liked to have seen more. Right. Well, this is the, that thing where I was telling you about this pay per view. It's just weird uh, with it being Russo. These matches are breathing. Mm-hmm. These this matches, is only the fifth match. This is only the fifth match, and I mean, granted, there was interference. But it wasn't like within two minutes. Like mm-hmm. we actually had a match beforehand. Yeah, that, we did. That went okay. It, like, uh, that powerbomb spot, notwithstanding. So I'm, my expectations at this point are already higher than they were. You know, oh, absolutely. I yeah, I love the. Oh fuck! I think I killed him. No, I didn't. Okay, I'm going. I'm going to kill him. To, yeah, I always love that in wrestling, where it's like Isn't that weird. It, it's like they, they pick home- up where they leave off. It, it, and they even it. more intense. It yeah. seems like every time that Faster happens, and more so... intense. <laughs> this isn't like the Owen. Owen, <laughs> Owen, I need to roll you up because I, I'm hurting. Oh, Owen. yeah, this was like just lay there. Yeah. So we go from that, which, by the way, Meltzer three and a quarter stars for that. No movie. way. Whoa, that's I the imagine. highest. That's three the highest one we've seen so far, right? Um, three and a quarter. I just gave I it think, two out of five. I, th- I think Benoit and Jared got three and a half. Oh. From um, the latter. Yeah, from from oh, the, the latter match. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that it was actually the mayhem match that they had. Oh, huh. but, oh yeah, yeah. So three and a quarter. Uh, we go from that 
to this. We get a little video package, and it's for Buff Bagwell and Lex Luger. Once again, another feud where we have to see Lex Luger's body genetics compared to somebody else. Because that's what matters here. Yeah. That's right. 4% body fat, but Buff has 3.9%, and that's better. So they tried to add a little bit of... It's it, also a foot. They tried to add a little bit of salt and pepper to this match on the steak <laughs> with um with uh, with Liz. Liz becomes another vocal point of this. When all else field. fails, when Luger is starting to look not interesting, yeah. let's get Liz. Right. You know, uh, so Russo just pulls like... I mean, honestly, it's probably like some of my... He's kidding. I'm out. shocked that this hadn't been pulled more often. It's like... No, no, you're my your contracts with me. So you're my property. You're my property. Just like, like isn't that what Luger did yeah. last year? Right. <laughs> yeah, but great Liz. <laughs> your your property. That's right. But this is like the war on women's Hiroshima. You know, like like it's very intense because there is a lot of you. I mean, you are my property. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like straight, just and really throughout the night, there's no vindication for her at all. Mm-hmm. Really. Um. It's bad. So, she's with Russo because she's uh, because that's their that's kind of her lot in life. And mm-hmm. uh, I, Russo, they get they cut her in the back with him and tells her to go change her dress. Yeah, you're gonna wear that. Did he, I like it though? Did he buy you that? Like he's very like new boyfriend. <laughs> it's so and, weird. And my, when, later on when he goes, this is the best part. He just wants to be like, I clearly wrote this. You should watch this. Luger's out first. He's cut the hair. Yeah, this was like, uh, it's like 1993. Yeah, Lex. it was. Yeah. It really Lex was. Express. Yes, it was. Um, it was by this point. I did you guys feel like they just need to stop calling him the total package? Yep, it's kind of, over. Yeah, I, I felt like that. I'm it, over it. It seems like they're already relaxed to where they they more times call him Luger than yeah. the total package. So they they, they announced that the logo on his trunks is his gym. Is that what that is? Yep. Because you'll see it worn by others. Yes. Oh, sure, sure. Um, I, I love I, Buff coming to the ring and doing all his posing because he poses for an eternity. And you you actually see, like, they cut to Luger and he actually flicks his nose. Yeah. He, he just, I feel like he poses so much. If this was in Revenge, that's his strong grapple as a pose. Yeah. Like, everything <laughs> he does. strong grapple. <laughs> so go back, like, he has not, since he joined the NWO and became Buff Daddy... This one he hasn't he hasn't changed. No, at no well, point. The only time I, he was even kind of interesting during that whole thing was when he was Scott Steiner's lackey. Yeah, you know. But I like the tag team Vicious and Delicious. I thought that Vicious was and Delicious. Him I and forgot about Scott that. Norton. Yeah, yeah, it was all right. <laughs> you know, I mean, it was B Team NWO. I forgot about that. But it, it had their own theme song. <laughs> <laughs> it means something, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's just it's. Well, wrestling character of it, like from Edge, it's funny. In the future, Edge is going to have a promo that he cuts on Just Incredible and X Pac and and Albert in the ring, and where he talks about I used to really be into goth, but now I'm not. It's called character development. You ooh. should look into it. And I was what I was wow. remember that's always stood out. Copeland, yeah, but it was like, but then there's no breaking the rules, yeah. But it's like Buff. He never, never ever sleep changed. with another guy's girl. <laughs> Whoa. Well, Marcus Bagwell, like, to me, Buff Bagwell, whatever you want to call him, he's a, he will always to me be a tag team wrestler. Mm-hmm. When he was, I liked him best when he was with Two Cold Scorpio. Oh, and, and the Patriot, and yep. the Patriot, and Scotty Riggs. Have you donated to his uh, documentary, by the way? What the Patriot? Yes. Del Wilkes. Yep. What, what's got, the documentary? 
Well, I mean, it's, well, it's about him being a pig farmer. No, it's about him being a wrestler. I mean, yeah, it's, it, it, I'm not. I don't care. I know. <laughs> what about WWE watch? won't make the DVD with it's, two of his matches on there? Right. It's well, because I, his best man, his main event was a job to Bret Hart during the Canadian. Yeah. Glorious. Man, that what a push. I mean, that's that was big time for him. I'm talking about undeserved. <laughs> Where's Man Cow? I will. <laughs> oh, well, he's he's hanging out with Mr. T and Captain Kirk. Yeah, I couldn't stand the Patriots. So, Mm-mm. and he was from here. And and, yeah. and I agree with. What, I completely agree. I've never saw Buff being because he just I, the guy had charisma. He just never seemed to be anything more than he couldn't guy put closed. it together in the ring. Mm-hmm. No, he just he, he could not put it together. I, I thought. I love that. Uh, it seems to me in this pay per view that he's kind of foregone the blockbuster because it's too dangerous. So he's doing this weird scorpion death. He's doing Christians. He's doing Christians yep. as a scorpion death drop. Yeah, he's yeah. doing Christian scorpion death drop. Only right. really shitty, yeah. <laughs> like with a lot of setup time. What do you guys yeah. think about this match? It's the worst match on the on the card. Really? You think Easily. It's, you think it's worse than the first match? Yes. Yeah. Wow. By far. I don't think it's worse than the first match, but the first three minutes being essentially a WBF World yeah. Bodybuilding Federation. It's, it's clunky. Hey, it is extremely clunky. This is where the Phantom Bump is, where they shoulder block each other, oh, kind of, yeah. and yeah. it just. Well, no, they don't. They, they they're like standing, and they both just fall. And I'm just, and I'm thinking, what exactly was supposed to happen here? Because at least, at least with the first match, they were fucking it up quite badly, to the point where I started laughing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and I like I like Chris Candido, and yeah. I kind of like the artist to an extent. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I, I can find enjoyment in their matches, and, and Tammy was at ringside, so we yeah. had something to look at. Sure, you know? until they're close, come on. And then I don't really care anymore. Sprinch. Yeah, musicals. <laughs> but with these guys, Liz isn't even at the ring. I don't like these guys when they're wrestling other people, usually, other than Buff's match with DDP that we saw that we really liked. Um, I just don't really care. And then, they're, they're, except for when Liz does get involved. All right, so this is set it up. Yeah, so we cut the camera cuts to the back, and we've got Liz and Russo just kind of doing their thing. Liz just can't take it anymore. Didn't change the dress. Didn't change the dress. Gets up, whacks him with the wiffle bat. Which we've learned from this podcast. Put the bat in Liz's hands. People oh are going God. down. They're yeah. going down. She is the bat woman. So we have an almost remake of the WrestleMania 7 moment with her and Luger in the ring, which that kind of made me upset. <laughs> You're going a little too far here. And then it goes right back to, no! No, because she's being taken back again because we get to see Chuck Palumbo, who's been... At the power plant. Oh, man, he's been fighting the good fight over at Saturday Night and Worldwide. <laughs> Comes out and... Well, Luger, first of all, he gets the win via the... the Did he? he? I don't even remember. Luger yeah. does win with the torture rack. Oh, okay. Nine, nine and a half minutes. Um... After taking a shot to the ribs oh, with yeah. that bat. Yeah. Uh, yeah the bat like comes that. into play. Liz, you know, uses it on buff and everything. But he gets the rack. He gets the win. But then that's when huh, Palumbo comes out and just wrecks him. It's like they're doing the same damn storyline they were just doing with Stasiak and Henning. It's the right. same damn thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you come out. You find an old guy to beat up on. And then there, there's your new feud. Ironically enough, his nickname will be the main event, which is something he will never be in. Nope. I thought it was the complete package. Well, I heard I, the next night, on the next night in Nitro, they refer to him as the main event, which I'm like, but he'll never be in the main event. The closest event. thing he gets to a main but event I, is I, the... He may still... He, pro- he probably does get that complete package thing. I, I, mean, I always like Chuck Palumbo. Uh, we, oh, he will get Sean, much better. Yeah. I liked him with Sean O'Hare. Yeah, they were good. Yeah, they oh, were yeah, good. yeah. The thing is, they're, they're comparing... I mean, like, yeah, this... Chuck Palumbo's an impressive-looking dude. Yeah. But I think it's because of Luger. Like He's so much taller than Luger that he stretched. 
right. as far as his, so like to me, I'm like these two don't fit. I always looked at Buff being the successor to Luger because right. of the physique, and, the lack and then of at this point you're just go, yes, and then at this <laughs> point you just go, well here's someone else. It's funny because they bit in the match they talked about Bagwell being a buddy of Luger's, mm-hmm. worked out at the same gym. Another friend of yours just doesn't like. Nobody likes you in at your gym. <laughs> what is it? Is it, the ba- is it bad dues? Or I mean, what are, what's going on at the? Where's Borden? He's got to have the answers. Well, he'll be coming out soon. Um, so yeah, Liz immediately is reabducted. Reabducted. Palumbo puts uh, Luger in the rack. Yeah, a, a weird rack. Yeah, Luger's rack is straight up. Like Palumbo's rack is like shit. If I let you go, you're gonna get hurt. Did you guys notice how like the crowd goes ape shit for that move? Yes. Still, oh, yeah. and because it, and it's like by this point, it's the the Luger. <laughs> it's him just jumping <laughs> up and down with the guy. Yeah, it's there's not. It's definitely not the rack that. We saw in the early '90s and everything. I'm just still astounded by um, his pops in the back. Though Mean Gene is with Shane Douglas. Mm. Seven years is coming to a head. What a what a promo this is. Uh, it's it's not bad. No, no, no. It no, would no. be it would be better if he didn't end his. You just got franchised. What the fuck? Are, are, are he makes they, a diamond with the camera. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm fine with that, but the whole you just got franchise thing is so stupid. I never liked so, that. I don't know or, what that means. Like, you paid him a hundred grand to use his name? There's a little bit of intrigue to this match sure. because, I mean, there's been countless interference already tonight, but if there's interference, specifically with Vince Russo, which I think is so dumb. Did anyway, they make this clear? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, if they, they you made, interfere. If Russo interferes... Brick Flair gets five minutes alone. He gets to play the song with him. Yeah, he gets to play Pantera, and they critique it together. That's what they get to do. <laughs> it's on their podcast. Uh... <laughs> but yes, he'll get five minutes alone with Vince Russo if there's interference by by Russo. So that's another one of these things hanging out here in this match. So we've been waiting for this, yeah. and this is another one we were talking about, like, from the reboot of Nitro, this was a big part of that it's show. Like, this is, like, one of the matches that would, you would immediately think of. Yeah. Alright, so, was this, uh, thinking about the history around this match, did this match live up to your expectations? Right off the bat, I have a problem with the match simply because Ric Flair is not in his ring attire. I don't count. It's like it's yeah. this weird psychological thing with me, where if I see a guy come out and wrestle a match in street clothes or whatever, not his usual attire, I immediately discredit the match. Mm. You know, even though Ric Flair's work ethic in this match is pretty good, it's really good. Yeah, like it's a. F- I'll, I'll say that this is a fun match. I wish Flair was in his ring attire. Because then it would feel like a real deal. Now, we talk about, and we'll get to it in a year from now, when Flair gets self-conscious about his shape that he's in. That's why he wears the t-shirt and the final nitro. I mean, I can see. Like, his he shirt doesn't does look out of shape here. No. His shirt comes up at one point, and he looks fine. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, it's like the, okay, if I was finally going to go up against someone who really has almost had a one-man war against me, a one-sided war, verbally, for years... And then I'm going to come out with all of my glory. I'm going to come out. Right. My 2001's going to hit. I'm going to be in my giant robe with a huge feather collar. Right. I may pull a hot chick out. I mean, it's great what he says to the ref. He where that that promo he cuts that on the ramp. Dipshit promo. Holy yes, it's a great promo. Yeah, it's a great. Oh, yeah. ref, you hold the when the world champ energy world you hold champ. it up, which is something you don't know about. I was yeah. damn yeah. never know about. It. I'm like. Holy Whoa, man. that's Rick, some lunchroom. You, you forget shit. that Ric Flair can do that kind mm-hmm. of stuff, where mm-hmm. he can 
he can deliver a fast promo, get to the point, and yeah. just make you care about wrestling. Because he knew it's a Harley race. It's Harley race. Yeah, country, Harley race got a, got a pop. Oh there. yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. I right. miss you Harley. Like, you like how he throws a little dig in there? I'm gonna kick your ECW ass. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's basically yeah. The undercurrent of that being your bush league. <clears throat> This match, yeah, that's 100% how I took it. Absolutely. But when I see him come to the ring without that ring attire, it makes me think that Flair doesn't think that Shane Douglas deserves a Ric Flair in ring attire match. Like that's, I wonder if that's a, like a, a put down of something. Because true, he wrestled for the tag belts also in street clothes. Right. This I mean, you can sum this match. Like, funny thing about this match, there's no blading. No, and really? I was waiting for it, especially after the one shot. Yeah, mm. yeah with the chain. Yes. Yeah, I, which that doesn't make sense either because apparently there's no disqualifications on this whole pay per view, and yet Shane Douglas is so very careful. Let's, let's bring that up because they're they're this is. Uh, did you like that WCW took this ECW stance when it came to? Yes, I liked it too. I just I wish think, it had more consistency. Yeah, like this, like like I've never understood why you pull a chain out of your boot, hit the guy, and then put it in your in your trunks because it's easier than stuffing it back in your boot. Yeah, that's got it. But, but he goes for another five minutes like yeah. with it in his junk. Yeah, which and then so to me, I wish with the consistency, also consistency in storytelling. You've got this chain in your balls. Ric Flair goes for the gusto like a couple times. Why didn't Ric Flair? You know, one of them sell. Oh crap, the chain. So either the chain hurts Shane Douglas's dick, or Ric Flair goes to kick his chain. He's like, oh, the right. chain is protecting you. This chain mail. The chain's protecting you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. I know as silly as it sounds, but we're supposed to take it that this. $2 right. dog collar knocked the shit out of Ric Flair. I want to I get back to that, though, because under normal circumstances, no. I would not like that they're doing this no-DQ thing, but it fits with the storyline that they're mm. going with. That, that this, is, this is like all-out war uh, between, you know... Let um, it parts. felt like that. It yeah. felt like a seven-years-in-the-making like kind of thing. But like I said, the consistency thing, if they would have just kept up with it, I would have liked it even more. Tons of chops, as per usual, but they always seem sure. a little bit more stiff in this. Right, and the mm-hmm. crowd is hot. Oh, yeah. crowd loves it. Madden, <laughs> that marks the 2,459th time <laughs> right. Flair got slammed off the top rope. This feels like a grudge match. It really does. Yeah. Like, you can tell these guys hate each other. And you, you hope this is like the, like the like only the second act in this because right. we, we do get some action towards the end of it because we know this thing can't really finish clean. This is a good round like I know the, the tag match but this is a good round one. Yeah. Like, this is one yeah. of those like oh, I'd I love to see season it. I'd love to see not month after month like you spread these guys out like they did with the DDP Macho. Right. Like seeing these guys every couple months would be great. Flares in full oh god yeah. mode. <laughs> uh, oh, god. So, Should have been a doctor. <laughs> so first Bagwell comes out uh, here we yep, go. to create some havoc. I, did you guys like how they tried to sell why Luger's not out there right away because he'd taken the beating from Palumbo? Yeah. That was a nice yeah. little touch. But Bagwell's out first. The guy in the Sting mask, that, what did that throw you off? That that was such it a... Well, me off, first of all, his neck's pretty big. It threw me off that they said two things. One, that's Russo. I'm like, how do they know that's Russo? And then two, Russo is stupidly animated. Like, right. like it's not it's not fun to watch him be animated. But this guy isn't doing anything. <laughs> right. And, and yes. I don't know who this is. So, in the night, like... um, He's not reacting to anything. They, <laughs> they had done this spot <laughs> in the build mm. to this match where it, there's this guy in the crowd wearing a sting mask who attacks Flair. And I'm like, guys, at least the NWO got a guy who painted his face as Sting right. yeah. to make us believe Sting was turning. 
Yeah. I thought that was kind of a dumb twist to it, but then it turned out to be Russo. It was actually Russo under the mask. So that's why me is like, oh, it's got to be Russo, which yeah. we're wrestling fans. Everybody knows right away there's no there's way no that's way Vince Russo. Russo. No. I, I don't like that Ric Flair no-sells the beating that he just took to get the pinfall. True. Like, it's he, like he gets up almost immediately with the microphone. Yeah. I'm like, you just got the shit kicked out of you. Yeah, right. And he's like, Russo! Yeah, he's, he's, he's back. And I'm like, no, nah, you can't just hit the reset button. Well, you know, when these false finishes that are happening, people don't sell DDTs anymore. Oh, yeah. So, so as this as the fake Sting, Russo, whoever it is, is leaving, um, the complete man, Lux Lager, comes out. Grabs him. Uh, uh, yo. The that guy's is, not. The guy's not reacting to it at all. And not at all. And I'm like, it's really weird. Yeah, just okay. We're going here now. That's <laughs> that's fine. I don't like yeah. where your hands been. Like, yeah, Depeche Mode over here is getting ushered back to the ring. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so but I was surprised. Uh, we get a ready to rumble spot here. <laughs> Did you guys? Kind of like he's not dressed like a sunflower. Jesus, just look at that grill. Every. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm gonna get that boy a damn good dinner. All right, you guys knew it wasn't Russo. Did you think it was? I didn't know who it was. No. I really, I didn't have any idea. Well, it was like I'm glad they bring back the Rolex because I thought it was going to be a one-off. That's, like it's, it's that's just, what that's how I bought into the fact that, that why they were saying it was Vince Russo because I was like, how do they know that's Vince Russo? And then I saw the Rolex, Rolex. and I was like. Oh, I was like, okay, so scratch that. I was like, okay, so I can buy that they think it's Vince Russo. Yeah, mm-hmm. but who's it turn out to be? David Flair. And I love New York. And it makes I didn't realize perfect, he was on that show. It makes perfect sense. It does. Why he's this, not, well, why he's not selling? Yeah. Right. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's why he's not. It's reacting. not because he's that good. It's because he's, he's that bad. bad. Yeah. But it does make sense to an extent, even storyline. But luckily, right. here comes Daphne to pantomime oh, for my everyone. God. This made me going back because I was like, man, I, you know, like like physically, Daphne is a very attractive lady, mm-hmm. blah blah. But this makes me go back and just go. I mean, I, I'd bad. still hit it, but and then, and then, then we get Russo coming out, sucking oh infinity. My yeah, God. just yeah, yeah, I came up with this. Yeah, yeah I I hate that. Yeah, I I did too. I oh, did too. I hate but so then much. like we get Wolfpack music again. Oh, Here comes big lazy. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be right with you. <laughs> <laughs> Friends, we gotta take a break, but it's a pay per view. We gotta oh, take. I gotta got finish this cream puff. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll be right there. <laughs> I like, I like that that Russo just does stand his ground and then eats a big boot. Yeah, I don't know why. Like I was like, wow, he, he he's really trying to get himself over. Um, <laughs> for the, a future world title run, perhaps you gotta oh, earn Lord. the fans' respect by taking a beating. Daphne breaks up the uh, power bomb, which was probably the worst. I- yeah, Kevin Nash comes out and just dies. <laughs> <laughs> well, she hits him in his big sexy nuts, so yeah. that's his weak spot. He was a boss in a video game. That's where he did him. So it <laughs> it, it ends, of course. It ends with Russo and everybody getting like uh, clearly they are one up on Flair. The most devastating blow is it really that you could have David Flair, but it works. Yeah, it works. We got the Statue of Liberty. Jesus. Oh yeah, the Statue of Liberty. Which I don't know how mad at first. I was like, it's the Patriot. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So clearly, I well, um, I was going to say Vince Russo had him start the clock. I thought that was hilarious. It goes away like two minutes and thirteen seconds. I know. It's like the Elimination Chamber clock. (laughs) Sometimes it's five minutes. Sometimes it's two. Depends (laughs) on who's in there. Depends on who's in there, and if the match is dying. So. This is a question I have for you guys about that. So, would you have preferred to have had Bagwell and Shane against Luger and Flair, 
or versus what we got because that seemed to be a, a really a hot feud between both parties. I wanted Flair and Shane. I th- this is the way to mix it up. It's like you you get them as a team against each other, do them as individuals. Right. Then you do a team and then swap them. You have them fight their own. Yeah, the just, opposite guy. and then go back for the team. This is how you pad out Raws no. leading up to pay per views. Yeah. <laughs> you wind up. There's a a fourteen man Money in the Bank match. Well, in the Three weeks we have leading up to the show, we'll have each guy fight each individual guy. But with that, because these, <clears throat> like, the Luger and Buff have an established feud in WCW. Mm-hmm. And then we're being told, and Shane Douglas and Ric Flair have a feud that's real. So, I mean, that's something I want to see. You've got enough history to spread that out and not just sure. one and done. Yeah. So, I, I like what we got. I was okay with it. I wish, you know, once again, I, I wish the finale had been better. But then again, if this is leading to, to exactly. another match, That's then I'm okay with it. The, mm-hmm. the storyline aspect of it was really good. Well, was, especially like, since, I mean, we see Flair beaten, and Flair's got the world hit. He's in the main event in the next pay-per-view. That's true. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's true. So it, Flair versus David Arquette. Are you ready? <laughs> <laughs> that's my favorite. When you would go, okay, who's going to fight you? Like, remember when Hogan fought Flair at Bash yeah, at the Beach? Right. Like, a month before, Flair fought Sting for the world title, and the winner was going to fight Hogan. And I was wanted like, Sting to win so bad. Oh, and then my no. dad kind of just leans over. Oh, no. Goes, Kenny! Wouldn't you rather see Hogan fight Flair? And I just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would. But I don't want to root for Ric Flair. Man, Dad would fuck with me as a wrestling fan back when I was eight years old. <laughs> wow. That's not going to happen. That's Sean. not going to happen. <laughs> what, what do you mean? <laughs> so up next now, probably would I. This is what I was looking forward to the most on the card. I'd say I, absolutely because it'd been fun seeing the evolution of this. Although it was happening very quickly, since it's it only since March they had gotten together, and within a couple of weeks they were apart. And now, like as jokey as as I was on it, the when we talk about pay per view, Mark Madden is there's something that the new the Millionaires Club being a united front. It's only been four days. I was like, you're stealing my shit, Mark yeah. Madden. But it's, this is only, for the audience. Yeah, it's yeah. only been three days. We're talking Sting versus Vampiro. Now, this is Act I, 2. I really dig this video package. Mm-hmm. A, all right, so... I really dig this, man. What'd you think Even of the, the bill? Even the cemetery part. <laughs> like, <laughs> which project? It almost seems like something TNA would do, only they would do it so much worse. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, just wait. Like the Mickey James just. shit. <laughs> Which I had to YouTube that stuff. I still want to see that. I heard about. Oh, dude, it's hilarious. It's fucking House of Cards, man. Oh, but... It, it is. And it just... What? What'd you say? <laughs> well, I have yet to watch this House of Cards you speak of. Oh. But, uh... Oh, okay. right. uh but, yes. Spoiler uh, the, alert. The, the, uh, good job. The the Sting Vampiro in a graveyard is only going to get mm-hmm. better for you. So what Bill it looks awesome. So he gets we, a bloodbath. So we came off of the last, the last pay-per-view we saw at Stampede, so... Sting has returned from hell. Yeah, he returned of. from hell with his <laughs> with his bat. And it, Vampiro you comes shall out. Not pass. Sting comes out, or I'm sorry, Vampiro comes out the night after Stampede. Or Vampiro cuts his hell of a promo about him being the new, like you know, basically he cuts I'm the, the new face of fear. It, it's ex- <laughs> Undertaker. I'm the new face of. I used it. Undertaker was never the face of fear. I use I use that voice on the, at the call center on somebody. It was oh. Oh my God. He asked a question about the device. I think you've exhausted all your questions about the iPhone today, sir. Wow. Anyway, anyway, so he's the new face of fear. So sorry. Oh no! It's all this dog and my farting machine. 
I was saving it for a it's, moment. It's simple. We eat the Batman. <laughs> I've been... I... We've seen it all. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Hold it in, man. I, I, I've been to... It's spontaneously combust. <laughs> I do. Oh, I apologize. Tap over here. <laughs> Jesus. Well, as we New all... Blood Rising podcast brought to you by the clump. Look, it's <laughs> it's this medicine I'm on. I apologize. Jesus Christ, boy! What did you eat? Oh, so uh, number two, Vampiro is the new uh, face of fear. <laughs> Sting, just I. I'll be right back. It's one of the scariest. Like I, I mean. I, I didn't think, I didn't think after what happened to Owen, they still did this. But oh, yes, they. Man, he drops down like a lightning bolt. No, I remember the nitro the after Owen died. Sting dropped from the ceiling, and I remember being very upset about that. It's like they didn't watch it. Sting, yeah, it's like yeah. <laughs> Sting clear, like he gets completely one up on Vampiro, bats him, drops, death drops him, everything, saying like. I'm still, I'm still, this is still my yard. Yep, he does that, basically. It's still, still my yard, damn it. Yep. See, that? See that? Yep, that's my yard. <laughs> yep. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> right there. You see it. I know you do. <laughs> so, it, it would be followed up by the infamous bloodbath. Now, a lot of people give the bloodbath shit because, first of all. gangrels? Well, because Sting's not exactly in position for it, and he kind of has to walk into it. Oh, he dies, man. He falls into it. Uh, it's, <laughs> number two. Ducks and covers. On the thunder after that, he comes out still covered in the blood, like, so he never took a shower. I like that. I, see, here's the thing. As, as dumb as that seems, like, from a practical standpoint. There's a fine line between dumb and smart when it comes to wrestling. Oh. A fine line. Like, remember the TNA thing where Kurt Angle's like walking by the the the, uh, the guardrails, and there's a guy in a sting mask, and the guy in the sting mask hits Kurt Angle and then rips the sting mask off, and it's Sting <laughs> with makeup on, <laughs> the same makeup that was on the mask. It's so stupid that it's fucking wonderful. <laughs> if you've never seen that. Look at it. Up. I don't even you'll, know the context of it. You'll dumb yourself down oh. and you'll enjoy it. Oh man, it's so funny. I um, I didn't think that was that bad. It's not, not like the graveyard, and then that led to the graveyard. How'd they get there? All right, so I think Uber. were they I, looking for the Undertaker in uh, Death Valley? <laughs> they had to stay. That's why it's only that one shot. Because meanwhile, Undertaker's doing my day job. Yeah. Undertaker over here. But the graveyard, like, a lot of people give the graveyard thing shit because as soon as Sting's in there, he's immediately getting out. Like, he kind of no-sells it in a way. I'm like, when I... When he gets thrown into the grave? I think this, it gets nitpicked a little bit. It's not bad. It's a good build. Like you said, the video package is mm -hmm. really good for this. Yeah. So, expectate, like, all right, they had actually had, so they'd had a first blood match. They'd had a couple gimmick matches. This is just a straight-up match. Did you think this needed to have some gimmick to it? I wasn't aware of all that stuff beforehand, but... Uh... No, because it seems like every match tonight's gimmicked. It seems like they can do whatever they want. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't really know what gimmick you would throw onto this. I well, because it's technically no DQ anyway. Yeah, I, I don't know what unless you stole a gimmick idea from WWF. Well, it's funny they kind of do a gimmick of their own, right? Because Sting comes out with the bat and immediately bats him oh, in yeah. the ramp. Yeah, Vampiro gets a lead pipe throughout right. half the match. I mean, I'm. Not saying it would have been good by any means. I'm just saying, you know, just for the sake of discussion, if you thought this should have had a gimmick with it, because it seems like they kind of did those 
in the build matches, which were you know that's obviously the short they, they blew their load. Um, did you like the Sting entrance? You notice that they really it. jacked up for bum, bum, it. The yeah. lightning. Bum, bum. All right, now, did Buffer call, no? Did that's Buffer call a, this one? That's a very good awesome. crow. That crow is. Oh, like, that crow that was just just. And of course, my idiot roommate's behind me, and he's he used to watch wrestling back in the day. And he's like, "Is it, is this Raven?" And I'm like, so, and I'm thinking in my head, "Get out! Yeah, <laughs> it's you fucking it. You know, that's a crap. Everyone knows the difference. <laughs> Have you not read any Edgar Allan Poe? <laughs> Clearly, you would know the difference. Wow, <laughs> fuck you, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> is, is this is Buffer this one or uh, did oh, he no. do this one too? No, because Buffer there's lightning for some reason during Buffer's. One of Buffer's intros, and it's we'll like we'll talk about Buffer. Yeah, you know, I know he's one of your favorites. Oh man, especially uh, after this show. This match is only six minutes and forty nine seconds. But they get some way good, too fucking it's way short. too short. They get some spots though. I I love Sting's missile drop kick. Oh um, yeah, that he hits on Vampiro. He seems yeah. to amp it up with this guy. Yeah, totally. but I agree. This should have gone. I mean, in a in an ideal world, this would have been a fifteen minute match. I was really disappointed with this match. Oh yeah, yeah. it wasn't what I wanted. Terribly. I, it's weird that I like the Douglas Flair match more than I like this. Well, no, well, to that credit, like I think even as much as Shane, which I've heard nowadays, like he he says, you know, there could have been more with the with our few sure. with me and Flair. It could have been something a little bit more. This to me is so. I, I don't know. I think the problem I have with this is what we talked about with what Scott Steiner did for Hugh Morris. He helped get him over. Mm-hmm. Sting does nothing to help Vampiro look strong. Has, has Vampiro won Dude, any of these matches? No, 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 no. So he kills Vampiro because he hits him with two scorpions. And then goes back and hits him with the pipe. Yeah, it's unnecessary. Actually. I mean, it sh- it shows Sting a almost nasty kind of side. A heel. Yeah, it's very heelish. I think he comes off like a, a you know totally like a, a, a newer, more aggressive Sting in a way, but. Vampiro just comes off like just a, a garbage opponent right. for Sting. He hits him with that Scorpion Death Drop, and then he actually he actually motions to the crowd. You want another? Yeah. yeah. He actually I does. thought he was going to do the Death Lock. I thought he was going to do the Death Lock. It made mm-hmm. sense, but... And, and and it was a lazy first Scorpion Death Drop. Yeah, it was. But it, that's it why I did like it again. Shit. How would you rebook this match? If you had the chance to do the second... This is the true Act 2 for this feud. We had the... You know, I think it's fine that Sting goes over how he did at Stampede. Made sense mm-hmm. to start the feud. How would you do this one, though? Well, first of all, Sting dominates most of this match. It would, I would have given it one of those situations where Vampiro does something very shady, something dark, mm-hmm. to, to, to limit Sting's ability for the first two acts of the match. And Vampiro just destroying him, destroying him, and then Sting, I guess, pulls a Sting. Pull a Sting and mount a massive comeback. But then again, I, I don't I don't necessarily think I want Sting to win this match. Right. Because it should be... No. I think he I think, needed to I, lose this match. I think Vampiro, like, I, probably not clean. Maybe, I don't know, bury him under the ring or something. I, I could actually, s- the match, that's it. The match doesn't end. Mm-hmm. What if you... It's I, a no contest. If you had, as, as this became notorious with wrestling, like multiple, multiple times you have to hit your finisher, your finisher to try and finish the match. If he had gone, like, probably hits... One to probably two scorpion death drops, right? Probably kicks out of one, something else happens with the other one. The third one, he goes for it. You could easily do this. Vampiro could reverse into this into the nail in the coffin, Mm -hmm. could very easily do that and wins a a very close match. That sting, like you know, is not he's not like you know, spender needs to be wheeled out on a stretcher, but you could you could have a moment where he gets up and it's like he got one on me, yeah, and that would have been great. It should have gotten more personal. It see, it's funny, like they. 
the slap the is way underrated. This... Oh, yeah. That would have been cool. Oh, yeah. Well, because they build it up so much. That's what, like, they, the first match they had in the tournament, they build it up, and then you get this. And it's just like, this is just nitro fodder. Like what if he would have had like? What if he would have had like Vampire really make an entrance where he like plays the mind games with Sting? Mm-hmm. Either he comes down, or he has an army of the the Sting lookalikes, and he's dressed like Sting to try cool. and fuck with them. You know, really, oh, yeah. you know, like I like that. Do something with it instead. It's just like you Sting just came off like who Sting is. It's like felt like a regular kind mm-hmm. of match. Yeah. So you want Vampiro to have a choir of kids singing? He's got the horror in his hands, and one of them being super deep to go spread his message. Is that what you want? John Cena, who who loves children and grants over 300 Make-A-Wishes, is terrified of a child. <laughs> That's the kid who was threatening Cam Newton. Remember? In the, that was the same kid who was like, I need one with my arm. You remember that? No. You remember that NFL Play 60? Oh, the kid yeah. the kid who says like Cam Newton's his favorite player and then goes on to tell him how he's going to replace him in years to come. It's the same kid that really? had the whole world well, in the Well, that's What's-His-Face's son. Um, it is. Without uh, the glasses. Yeah. What's his name? I, the guy with the glasses? No, no, no. He was like a, a, a wow. I mean, this guy was like he, he's so not memorable in WWF, but he was there. Oh, um, okay. I'm blanking on. I know I'm blanking on it, he, but yeah, I'll, I'll, that's we'll, where the connection I'll, comes from. We'll look from. it up after. Um, but yeah, wait, way too short, way too decisive. It needed to be closer. I agree. A lot closer. All right. So in the back, Mike Tenay's with DDP and David Arquette. <laughs> I like how the glasses come off immediately. <laughs> He look, you know. Have you ever played one of the wrestling games that are modern? Yes. You've played. Well, hold on. You've played them with me. Remember when we used to go on Xbox Live, like to try to play other people? Yeah. And you're like, I wonder who I'm fighting. <laughs> I wonder who this is going to be. And you have this idea in your mind who you're going to fight. And you see this acid trip of a costume. Mm-hmm. And you're like, who? Like. That's what he looks like. David Arquette looks like a, a really bad created wrestler. Yeah, like, he, does. he looks like he's doing his three thousand miles of Graceland. Yeah, like costume is what it looks like. <laughs> That's what he, he looks like. He's coming out. I forgot he was in that. Yeah, because there's the promo with with Kurt, Kurt Russell, which Kurt is Kyle? awesome. Yeah, while he's all yeah. Elvis out. That's. I mean, I remember he looks stupid, but it looks. Oh, he looks so terrible. stupid. I was yeah. fine with his with his costume from Thunder. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah, fine with that. That yeah. seemed like. Why something. aren't you wearing your costume from Ready to Rumble or some version right. of it? Yeah, if you're gonna promote the movie, right. at the least Ready to Rumble something. Cage, man. It, it's it was probably it's like, uh, to be honest, it was probably out of theaters at this point. I <laughs> this is in May, this so it's That's probably true. Done. But um, he's not gonna come to the ring with that, is he? <laughs> he's gonna change, right? Yeah, tell me that's just how. Are we, we gonna to get a ring? cool, cute montage of? Uptown girl while he's like, like pretty woman his... dun, 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 dun. <laughs> just like a guy just sitting there. Nope, not that one. DDP's no. just got a copy of Positively Page. He goes, ah, bang! I am astounded that people bring that book to wrestling matches. Yeah, have you, yeah. As many wrestling matches as if you've been to, I've you been bring to. A book. You've, have you ever brought a book? Why would I want to bring a book? What the fuck are you gonna? What? I'll bring a toy. <laughs> That's what I used to do. All right, so they're talking about they're sticking to the plan. Arquette, you know, is clearly probably going to you know play passive and in, in this as much as he can. <laughs> makes sense. It makes sense. But if other people get in here, you get up there and you hold them up. That's right, David Arquette, hold the line. Uh, Nash is stalking the hallways for Vince Russo. <laughs> Kinda. Yeah. It looks like you son of a bitch. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> nope. He's not even repeating. <laughs> Explicative. Not there either. 
Now today is with Billy Kidman and Eric Bischoff. It's time. For, it's Kidman versus Hogan tonight, and yes. Bischoff is a special referee. I think that's a, a nice touch of this. You know, whatever. They miss um, piggies. Hey, if you ordered Slamboree, you could get yourself a Buff Daddy pennant. Hell I'd yeah. I'd rather blow my brains out. <laughs> I like your, your, I'd rather get the mouse pad. I think I'd rather get the mouse pad. Did you know, since honest. the NWO buff, like, it's that yeah. old. Oh, yeah. my God. Which means they had, they made these when NWO was hot. It just, and it still didn't move. And it makes me wonder, what else did they make? I, I'm wondering, can I get my Wrath pen? Yeah. They would, they would do the pairing of Buff and Scott Norton, but people bought the Scott Norton pendant. All right. What a weird dichotomy this is. Uh, all right, so... Hulk Hogan's got like six names here. <laughs> so uh, this, this, this night I keep coming back to, the night after uh, Stampede, Hulk Hogan comes out and he cuts his, like, I mean, like his equivalent of the shoot promo where he talks about, he refers to himself as Terry Bollea. Now, this is not the first time, and it's not going to be the last time that wrestler, the, the kayfabe kind of fades away, goes away, broken, everything, where we hear what a wrestler's real name is and everything. With some guys, I don't mind this. I thought I, it kind of bothered me here. Really? With Hulk? Yes. Me too. I don't want to know. Like, I didn't hear about, like, um, I, I don't, you don't hear Randy Savage called Randy Poffo. Yeah, you know, I wouldn't want that either. Yeah. I don't want to hear the Ultimate Warrior the, called Jim Helwig unless I'm watching like, that that documentary or something. I think I think WCW uh, was onto something with, with with this idea of um, you know what's their real name and, and like break, basically breaking down kayfabe and making it feel more realistic. I think they were onto something, but it's not done correctly. If you just all right, because I want to be on board with it. I do. I wouldn't mind if they I'm refer not. to him as Terry. It's maybe. At least Terry because, Hogan. Because Terry Hulk Hogan, I think, was how he was billed in yeah. Thunder and Paradise. So. And I think we, we were talking about Hardcore Hogan. Hardcore Hogan. Been awesome yeah. to go by. And that's awesome. Say, how do you like me now, brother? What would you think of the F-U-N-B on the... Yeah. On the it took me a fun. second, but uh, I, I figured it out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And there were signs in the crowd for it. And, and I love the signs, too, because... <laughs> pet peeve. Uh, some of them don't really know what an acronym is. Where there is a dot after every single letter. And... Except for the last one. <laughs> you see this a lot. Yeah. Just, oh. Now, going back with the... Do you, like, this is can be looked at as symbolic. Here's the guy, the one of the icons of wrestling. Like, they talk about it. He brought wrestling to its height in the 80s. In the cartoon era. You know, the, the just larger-than-life hero. And now he's not... In, I mean, he's, he's just some dude. He's, some, he's using his real name. You know, he's not necessarily... Doing the Hulk posing, but he still comes out to America. I don't name. see. Yeah. The th I guess the other thing I don't like is don't keep coming back to it. He said it once or twice. That's fine. The announcers want to keep coming back to it. Right. They want to get it over more even than his gimmick. Name. I think. I think if they had just fully committed to it, maybe I'd feel differently about maybe. it because they call him Terry, Terry Balea, uh, Hulk Hogan, Terry Hulk Hogan. They call him that. Um, Hardcore Hogan, Hollywood, Hollywood, Terry Hulk, Hollywood Hulk Hogan. I'm not making this up. They actually go through all of these names, yeah. and I'm like, can can we just pick one? And, and, and commit. So, I like what you said as well. Like, who does... Because Hogan needs some backup, doesn't well, he? Well, this is the match I most wanted to see. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, and I didn't even know if they were going to do it. Hogan needs backup. He so needs who, backup. Who's, who's he going to get? Of all the people. Macho? Yeah. Macho just came back. Kevin Nash? He's an old uh, road buddy. 
Yeah, what's the disciple doing? What was he what's doing? What's he doing? Yeah, oh, yeah, Brutus Bukaki. Yeah, what the fuck's he up to? <laughs> Brutus Bukaki. <laughs> oh, no, it's Horace. Horace, Horace Hogan. Hogan. Hey. My God. Blood runs the thicker apple, than water. The apple does fall far from the tree. I love that Bischoff immediately is like, nope. Yep. Yeah. Gone. Oh. Which which makes sense. It does make you're sense. You're going to be a... Why allow your buddy? This match goes 13-31. Now, I, I agree that... Nexus thing and Vampiro, I was really, really pumped for this, like you were, and like you yes. were as well. I felt this was a a, a missed opportunity. Is really? how I'll call it. Yeah, really? it was a missed opportunity. How? Because I really liked the Can match. I, like I did too. I because I'm like, wait a minute, Hulk Hogan's pulling out chairs. He's not our tables. He's not good with them. No, but he's pulling them right. out. We're seeing something different. I mean, this is. I, I mean, I mean, granted, I was a little worried when Hogan. For some reason, couldn't body slam Billy Kidman. Like what? What the? But hell he takes was a burn, Kenrana. He was he, yeah. He right. It's like one. when you see John. The first time you see John Cena take one, like from when he fought Punk yeah. to see who gets to wrestle the Rock. You're like, holy shit! And then Hogan does. I'm like, Hogan yeah. did it. Yeah. And he couldn't slam Kidman. Kidman had his legs. If you go back and look, Kidman is holding his leg. Well, I know how they made up for the spot. Yeah. Yeah, because he rolls him up into a, a pin attempt, but it looks bad. Yeah. Like the first, I, I, I really don't think that's what they were going for. I don't think they knew what the move was. When I body slammed Billy Kidman and the wrestling world shook. <laughs> <laughs> At the fleet. I was thinking but, of the WrestleMania oh, I know. thing. <laughs> uh, Kidman takes some good bumps here, though. Yeah. I mean, he takes a hip toss over the top rope. That yeah. is There's a lot going so on dangerous. in this match. Uh, yeah. Just not a lot good in a lot of ways. <laughs> uh, I like how Tony Schiavone calls it a hatred match. Yes. I don't know what that means, but it sounds awful. <laughs> <laughs> it's the next level of grudge. It's like where you don't but, even get a grudge. No, but, 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 I mean, let's. I mean, the, the chair shots. I mean, they're fucking awesome. They're great. What, what, what's what, what's okay. your beef? So my beef with this. All right. So we got us. We haven't gotten these. Like this isn't like Sting and Vampiro was an act two. We'd seen them wrestle at Stampede. Hogan had come in now at Stampede. Interfered the double the double arm choke slam for the table. I didn't want to give. You know, he interfered in that match. So we're yet to get a real good one-on-one match here and everything. The whole point of this feud is to demonstrate that Billy Kidman is a part of this new blood. He is supposed to be a rising member, no pun intended, of this new blood. He's supposed to be a rising member of WCW. You're upset you lost? No, no, no. There's nothing. Winning and losing doesn't matter in wrestling by any means. It is how the match goes from that point A to point B. It doesn't. Kidman gets off maybe two moves at a time before Hogan immediately takes back over in this match. At no point does Billy Kidman really look strong. Like he is legitimately somebody who could get one over on Hulk Hogan. He loses. Fair enough. Sting lost to Ric Flair plenty of times before he finally beat him. But Ric Flair made Sting look awesome mm-hmm. in all of those matches that went to draws or you know went to screw job finishes or things of that nature. Billy Kidman doesn't look any stronger than a Saturday night jobber in this. He doesn't come across like he legitimately could be a guy who would be going to the next level, whether it's the U.S. title or even the world title. Part of that could be it's not helped by the fact that Eric Bischoff is the referee. Mm -hmm. Okay. That I, that does I not help. No. All of a sudden, it's like Kidman needs help. I see yeah. where you're. I see where you're coming from. Do you think though? I mean, because Kidman took a lot of punishment. He did, and he kept I mean, coming back. Yeah, yeah. But we get two Hulk ups, which is also dumb. Like 
You do it once. First of all, you don't even need a Hulk up against No, you don't. And, and, I, and, it, and it wasn't justified either. Uh, Kidman never got to do the shooting star. No. And I certainly didn't want him to do it on that table. No. I, re- I was really hoping he wasn't going to try it. And and I people can't use the excuse, oh, well, Hogan's too big and Kidman's small and he can't, you know, work. Big guys and small guys have managed to work great matches over the years. There are ways that you can book that to where, you know, Kidman can, maybe he yeah, he may not be able to do all of his cruiserweight stuff, clearly. But you could book this in a way where it's like, man, this fucking guy looks great. Mm-hmm. He looks as good as we've seen him in the builds. Remember the remember how many matches that we've really liked Kidman in coming up yeah. through here? Yeah. And he looks like weaker than he did even in the, the tag match with Booker against the shitty Harlem Heat. Yeah. But he's also fighting Hulk Hogan. Who I don't think was really willing to... Of course not. You put can, him you over. Can totally put put this on Hogan yeah. that, that that he dictated the booking of this match. Yeah. Um. And, but Hogan doesn't even win clean. No, it's which uh, is interesting. Hogan True. and tables really is something that's um really really funny to watch because uh, one of them breaks right. Yeah. One of them. Oh, the labels breaks. are broken. Yeah. Oh, Hogan has a lot of difficulty with the third table. Oh yes, which he he puts into the ring and the leg gets caught on the rope. And then Hogan tries to pull the table back out, and it's, it gets caught in the ring apron. Yep. And he's like, oh, brother, no! Part of me was hoping he'd flip the table over, and it's spray-painted with new blood, and that's why he's having so much trouble with it. Um, it's a new blood table? It's right. Have you ever seen I've Hulk seen Hogan it. do a powerbomb? Uh, no. I've never seen it. I was, yeah. I, see, that? See that's the thing. I, I, I wouldn't bet. See, that, I don't mind that, because he, it was Eric Bischoff who gets to eat it. Which, yeah. you know, it's always fun to see Bischoff go through. Yeah, I forgot Bischoff it was Bischoff. That, I, did I forgot it was Bischoff took it, because I was like... The, like Billy Kidman, the just to go back to their builds is you know they kept playing on he needs to go to his strengths. Well, as just as old as Hogan is at this point, and as big as he is, he's gonna look slow, which would have made Kidman look so much faster. And just I mean, just the moves though, they made Hogan look like a monster, which mm-hmm. I hadn't seen in a while. That one where he threw Kidman off, and Kidman's like eight feet in the air, right. and then he falls. Hogan, to the ground I, the that's a good point. Hogan comes off looking like a monster. In, yeah, and and Kidman comes off look. I mean, he look comes off looking like a guy who just sold for Hulk Hogan. Yeah, like he, well, like he sold the Shawn Michaels Hogan SummerSlam match. Well, so do we need like all right? So yeah, there wasn't any problems on the undercurrent in that match, oh, was there? No. Not at all. Uh, the best big boot ever. <laughs> My favorite. Uh, Hogan Hogan does blade for him twice. <laughs> Hogan I'm trying to find a positive. I know, no, I know you are. I know, I know. Don't because blades for Billy Kidman. It does have a. I mean, like the the crowd is into it. There's no denying. It. Oh yeah. I mean, they're oh, they're into it. Hundred percent. And it 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 has a you know has our favorite ending with the with flashback to Vince McMahon. By my hand. hand. Horace is. Oh. Hor- he must have been sitting standing I off to the side. Over the edge. Standing <laughs> over, standing off to the side, watching on a monitor the over the edge pay per view. Like you know what we need to do. That I'm. <laughs> we need oh, to do that. I'm bald. I got a goatee. I'm wearing a vest. Let's do it. They, they should have tried twin magic. <laughs> they were oh dressed my. exactly the same. Oh my god! <laughs> Except, that would have been cool if they it's tried just a, twin magic. Would have been great if Horace came out with the, with the Harris brothers, and it really would have been like. Oh my god, it's quadruple magic. <laughs> oh. Quadruplet magic. Oh yeah. my god, it's Andy Richter magic. You ever seen Multiplicity? <laughs> <laughs> so is Horace the one that's the clone of the clone? The clone. Pizza delivery. <laughs> she touched my pee pee. I don't know. That's I, 
if if you if you rebook it, I think Vampiro winning that. Were, I still don't mind Kidman losing. It's just the way he loses is just. Has the, Hogan ever? Yeah. I, I'm trying to think yeah. of a ever won, like as a face, like a dirty win. I'm trying to think of like. Going oh, back in the oh come on, sure SummerSlam '91. He throws the salt like the powder uh-huh. in Sergeant Slaughter's face, then boots hey, him and drops. That's him. right. Tuesday in Texas. Tuesday in Texas. Uh-huh. He uses a chair to beat the beat no, no, no no no. He, he blinds him. He blinds him, and then he, he inside cradles him. That's right. Oh, he a chair. He's used a chair in a match. Yeah, uh, right. he, he used a chair to help Randy Savage beat DiBiase at WrestleMania Four. Yeah, I mean like, see, there's I'm, again like you're talking about. He does blade for him. I'm trying to like. Some gleaming star of hope. I, just, I, I see where you're coming from. I think it could have been worse. But honestly, like I'll just say now, this was my favorite match on the show. Cool. Hey, I, yeah, it's exciting. It yeah. is exciting. It's just not maybe. Are you looking right towards group. like down the line for the future? Like like what they could do for Kidman later? Well, it just seemed, it, it felt like this was the blow off. It is interesting that in the in the last pay per view, New Blood won all the matches. Yeah. And so now, this is the receipt. Where New Blood is losing almost all of these matches. Well, it's like they went, okay, we gave you your night. Yeah. Now it's back to. I, I, I think it would have been interesting if Kidman would have won the match, but I, I was I was happy with this. I, re, I I really was. You were expecting the swerve, the the horse Hogan. Oh, I was for a second. Yeah, I was yeah. too. Like, was too. I was, I'm yeah. so used to it. That I'm, I'm just waiting for a swerve. And well, I thought someone was coming out of the crowd on him because remember when he's got he's got Kidman over to the announce table. And the camera's still, like, it, they're completely out. The announcers, you can't see them. And, like, they're like, oh, my God. You know, they start yelling something. I'm like, what, someone coming through the crowd? It's Big Bubba Rogers. <laughs> it's Ray Trailer. But, oh. <laughs> but then it's just, they put him through the table. And that's it. All right, so we shift to the back. Russo is running with Liz in the parking lot. It is frantic. I don't know what's going on here. Nope. Why does he go for the Millionaire's Club bus? Is he going to get on it and drive away? He's going to hightail it out of here. I, it's not only the fact that Luger's waiting inside of it, but he's back in his entrance gear. Yeah. <laughs> Just chilling. Puts it back on. Not only, he's, he's not like, crap, I was on the bus this off. He's in the driver's seat. Uh, he, was he commandeers a car and then your favorite? This oh, is. Okay. <laughs> hey, man. What's going on out here? <laughs> well, he'll be at Nitro tomorrow. That's why they just showed the. You know what? Uh, oh well. You should have just mouthed his own music. Oh. <laughs> 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 Even just like bass riffing it. Big lazy. Double XL Big in theaters. Yeah. What's they he keep... gonna do? I mean, in the last segment, he got waffled. Yeah. So like, all of a sudden, he's like strong again. Give me well, a break. He took a baseball to bat to the back. That's another thing. Like, well, that explains why he hasn't been running for the past. Kevin Nash hasn't years. been running in ten <laughs> years. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing how he knew that baseball bat was coming. The the problem with the Nash, like I understand, he's clearly injured. That's why he hasn't been doing yeah. anything. But it's like they 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 could have found a better way to use him. Like I get, like he would come out and fuck with Mike Awesome once or maybe twice on a TV. But yet, like we've seen it now, like on multiple pay per views now, him just coming out just. Uh, yeah. What's up? Paycheck. All right. I'm out. Now, to, to segue into what's happening next, okay. isn't it interesting, because this is the way I read it, um, the storylines that are going on with New Blood and Millionaires Club seem like the focus of the entire company so much that the world title actually doesn't seem important at all. 
I think it's a, no, no, you're right. It's the symbol I don't think power, any, uh, but it's, it's not the. It doesn't seem. It seems like nothing. Sadly, none of the belts. Like, no, well, none of the belts. But I'm, I'm saying. Well, actually, yeah, that's it. Like, none, none of the belts, of the belts are defended in this rivalry of millionaires. Club. Like all of a sudden, it's like, oh, now the world title match, and it's like after all this, and we have this world title match that kind of like we haven't seen Jeff Jarrett in any real backstage segments. Right. You know, like what's coming? We've up? seen Arquette. Uh, but he's just like I don't want to. I don't want to have this title at all. This is a crazy build. Now we're build. We get a video package. It's it's Jarrett. It's our main man, Mayhem Jeff Jarrett, Diamond Dallas Page, and the WCW World Heavyweight Champion Doofy. <laughs> I'm not Doofy. I'm Dewey. <laughs> David Arquette. This, so last time we were uh, last episode, Spring Stampede. It's finally happened. The chosen one gets the title. Holds it all of less than a month, and yep. he loses it on three weeks. Th- so, how did this come about on Thunder? So, um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> hey, slappy, slap, slap, slapperoo. It was on first. It was on Nitro where David Arquette appeared, and at you know as DDP's buddy, and him and Russo have a war of words. Where to where the culmination becomes? If I beat you. Diamond Dallas Page gets a shot at Jeff Jarrett's title. Right. David Arquette wins. I'm fine with that. No problem. DDP goes on to beat Jeff Jarrett for the title in the in their Hell in a Cell type of cage. I watched that night. It's a hell of a match. I actually watched that. Yeah, when it happened. Beats him clean. Like you're almost like, wait, what's the catch? Like the Dean or where's Dean Ambrose? Is what's the catch in this? (laughs) Hold on a minute. Where? Wait a second. But no, legit. DDP takes the belt off of Jeff Jarrett. It, it almost seems weird that after all this time of Jared trying to get the title, they lose it on a thunder. Yeah. On a thunder. On a thunder. A tape show. But, damn you. I mean, they did. Russo. <laughs> damn you. Russo, in, in Russo Chapter 1, the first trilogy, he said that Thunder wasn't, he, you know, don't look at it as a B-show. Right. So, I mean, if you it want fits. people Let's to do that. Go back to that network thing. This is the way I remember Thunder. Yeah. You had main guys on this show. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's whitewashing history right there. All right. So, as it would go, at, as we're progressing towards this pay-per-view, though, uh, it'll be on, I think it's on the next Thunder in a week. Well, I think it happens on Nitro first. They abduct David Arquette, rightfully, because it's like, you... Sh- it's all your fault. Mm-hmm. You're the one who got us into this position where I lost the belt. So now, by the time Thunder rolls around, they're holding Arquette ransom. <laughs> For three days. I love this. Pay, like, DDP, you come here and you give, um, you put the belt on the line. Or basically Arquette gets it. So how do they just... Gets um, it. His wife is on the most popular television show at the time. Right. And you're the star of one of the most... Popular horror franchises of the last twenty years, but we're got you. No one's gonna find you, and we're going to kill you on live TV. <laughs> All right. So, how does this culminate now? So DDP does put the title up, and he puts it up in a. It's a unique kind of circumstance. It's a rare match. Yeah, won't get a DVD set for the next twenty years. <laughs> and by the way, also in between these matches, Arquette somehow is able to defeat Tank Abbott, which is terrible. Yep. Defeats Tank Abbott via um, DDP comes in and gives him a diamond cutter. Is this more of a Tank it's Abbott? Great. Innocent people are going to get hurt. Yeah, I mean this is still not By, like, because innocent people being so his credibility. Arm heels. Yeah. Yep. But um, nevertheless, we have the infamous tag match where, in the end, uh, David Arquette covers Eric Bischoff after a spear. Yep. 
We're gonna next episode. We're gonna get into more of the David Arquette review and everything, but that's where we'll leave it for now. That's how it happens. David Arquette is your your champion. All of a sudden, immediately realizes his mistakes. Like I got to give the title up. No, why cage would you man. cover him in the first place? Right. Why would you do it in the first place? Well, right. He break up that Jeff. Well, now, the heat of the see, moment. Now, at the same time, of course, I believe that's when Jarrett was covering Paige. Right. Uh, if you which, watch it, the timing is actually stellar. Yeah. Arquette is on top right before Jarrett is, and Mickey J comes in and starts yep. counting. Makes sense. Uh, Bischoff down. So that is where we are now. So the winner of this match, we know, has a Wrestle Ric Flair Great American Bash. Get so this let's, video package. You're good. Wow. Get a great David Arquette quote with the video package. In the, oh. in the, I know. you know what I'm saying? You know, 1 800 kick your butt. 1 800 kick your butt. Oh, God. No. Well, it's, it's the, why God? It's the year 2000, and he was David Arquette, spokesperson for 1 800 Collect. Reminds me of the XFL when I really thought they were gonna, they were on shaky ground was when, uh, <laughs> was one of, I can't remember that commentator's name. It wasn't Adam Lee, but he said that uh, I think the Las Vegas Outlaws were about to open up a can of whoop butt. And I was like, Oh no! Whoop butt! I'll never forget that call. Whoop butt! Whatever. Yeah, whoop butt. Whoop butt. It's, 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 it's I got a six pack of whoop butt. Epix open it up on you. If Austin was in the eighties. <laughs> oh heck yeah! Oh my god, he's so cool. He's so cool. <laughs> That's a hecklacious lariat. Yeah, hecklacious. <laughs> Yet you hee haw out here like a donkey. Judas Priest, son. <laughs> 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 Well, Galdern, <laughs> I'm the toughest son of a... Toss me my Yoo-Hoo. <laughs> that deserves a Yoo-Hoo. <laughs> that right there. Every time you hear my phone go off, i got to buy somebody a high-sea oh, ecto-cooler. We get... Um, I can't tell you enough how, how much I love anytime Mean Gene interviews Jeff Jarrett because Jeff Jarrett like, hates him. Oh, he does. He Geriatric goes, slap nuts. He goes into full slappy mode. Slap ass. Yeah. It's awesome. Slap ass. So let's talk about this cage. What? All right. Wow, it's dangerous. It, how unsafe <laughs> is this? Structure? I didn't really realize how dangerous it was until uh, basically I figured out that the cameraman was standing on the second cage, following them. Around. So yeah. did you notice? Like immediately, I noticed. I was like, the the top of cage of cage one to cage two is loose chain. Yeah. Well, did you like the the huh? base? They set up a table in there. Oh, yeah, God. the base floor. Or the the bottom cage is when they hit one of it, it wobbles. wobbles. And then I'm sitting going, oh yeah. god. And then I go, well that's okay because if unlike other cages, it's not just a fence post. I mean there is this structure that is there. It's like okay, that's the support, but it seriously feels like they were running so low on cash at this time. They called up the arena in Pittsburgh where the King of the Ring '98 was. Like you guys got any spare parts? Hey, we got this cage. We can send you this thing. People in Pittsburgh talk like this clearly. <laughs> well, according My to wife Transformers like Four, awesome. your, your your original dialect has no bearing on where you live. Yeah, come down here, and we'll give you the cage. You huh? ain't from Texas. No. You sound no, lucky child. <laughs> no, no, no. There's more than one option for this triple cage. Cuba. So, let's talk about botch buffer. Oh, fucker. Oh, <laughs> Is the I love the one guy in the crowd. You probably can't hear it. I, I caught it. But while Buffer's talking, you hear this guy go, Go back to Vegas, Buffer! Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was you. Once again, a nice little PG. Like, what? Wait. It's a PG heckle. Oh, it's yeah. a PG heckle, sure. Um, Which, those are the best. Yeah. Uh, God, what is Buffer? Wait, 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 wait. wait. <laughs> Buffer, okay. Uh, when he announces Jeff Jarrett, it sounds like he says Jeff Jobber. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> doesn't it? Is it Jeff the Chuck. man with the stroke? But he doesn't say it like that. He goes, the man with the stroke. Yeah, is, he does hey, it hey, hey, and I was hey, like, hey, yeah, hey. and I was a little upset. I was like, oh, but then he comes back with that Jeff Jobber. Like, oh, whoa, <laughs> yeah, what? Well, that's his of the world. Yeah, um, damn. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Oh, oh, yes, 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 yes. So when David Arquette comes out, first of all, I remember this. His interest music originally was "We're Not Gonna Take It" by yeah, Biff right. Naked. That's right. They so can't even get the. But it sounds like when he's coming out to his Alice Cooper. Yep. That, yeah, and that weird. Yeah, I, yeah, have yeah. A, I have a question for you. Oh, okay. Your pet peeve is the champion coming out first. He came out second. So what do you came about the champion <laughs> coming out in the middle? Yeah, <laughs> I, I wrote that down. So I was like, that's weird. And Jeff or Botch Buffer turns into He Man. This is where I was want to talk about earlier because I remember Sting's music has the lightning bolt. So there's a lightning bolt sound for no reason when oh, Botch Buffer yeah. goes, "Let's get ready to run," and he's got his hand up. I was like, "By the power of fucking!" Like I was like waiting on it. He's gonna point at Scott Hudson. He's gonna turn him into Battle Cat. They're gonna ride <laughs> off. Buffer, when he, the way he announces Arquette, this is my favorite. He goes, "Oh man, from Hollywood, USA, yes. representing." He is the reigning defending. Uh, you idiot! He's not representing jack shit. He's representing the uh, cast of Friends. Yeah, representing. Uh, we'll we'll never know. We'll no, never know. No, no. What what he means is he's OG and he's represented. So so man, so God, this match. So the the, the commentators. They've set up this storyline that I was completely unaware of, that Jarrett has been in the company since October, and originally he was upset because he hadn't gotten a world title match like he was promised because he's the chosen one, but now he's upset because he wasn't in the movie. Oh, this is like when he wasn't being, in the company. This is like, know. yeah, which he wasn't in the company. So this is, this is like Zeus being upset that he didn't beat Hogan in No Holds Barred, <laughs> which was his storyline. And just, oh my God, it's so dumb. Now, if only Jeff Jarrett had some white trash version of Friday to fall back on. <laughs> Let's go and get out. We'll get no. this out of the way. This match is awesome. Oh, this yeah. is oh man. so much fun, though. It's fun because of how bad it is. The one and thing I will say, they find very creative ways to get Arquette out of the way. Oh, mm-hmm. Well, he becomes Goldberg and ready to rumble. Yeah. Come on. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. If only Oliver Platt and Sting came oh. in to swoop to save. I was waiting it. for the motorcycle spot. Oh. Yeah, never with, came. With yeah. Billy Kidman, the Disco Inferno, who is missing in action, oh, by yeah. the way. That's true. Yeah. I didn't even we, notice well, that. He did get kidnapped last pay-per-view. There's still no resolution on that. He, he's still dancing the Jungle Boogie. That's right. And Joey Broken Thumbs oh. hasn't been back Which yet. I have heard, by the way, we're coming up. You know, I, I saw the tweet. Mm-hmm. About uh, Johnny the Bull. I can't wait. Yeah. I'm so excited. I'm interested. (laughs) Um, So Uh, Jarrett Blades. Hell yeah. We get blood here. Oh, he is. Why do we we get... I mean, it's a cage, man. What do you guys think about this? So this all happens in cage one. Yeah, we got to talk about individual cages. What's neat is they don't immediately go to... You you almost feel like you could easily get lost and go right to cage two to get right to the... They stay in cage one for a while. For a while. Yeah, and David Arquette takes some... uh, David Arquette, God, he does... And I'm not going to lie, because uh, he ruins it, but he takes a beautiful missed um, splash. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Arquette actually looks really good when he does it. Yeah. But then he gets up, and he's like, oh, man. Oh. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> like, he sells it, like, way late. Yeah. Well, it, that it hurts him. I'm looking at it as 
he this is new to him and Absolutely. it's adrenaline. I mean like like Maybe he's just like is. he's like, yo Maybe like, like it's it's we're supposed to look at it like it helps that not just anyone can get in here and do this, even though apparently you can. He, yeah, he takes some bumps. Uh DDP whips Jeff Jarrett into him into the cage mm-hmm. and it looks kinda nasty. Yeah. So yes. it's like I'm not, I'm not I don't want to shut all over David Arquette here. He he is kind of a trooper for taking some of these spots. Um Do but, you not think it was dumb that DDP just didn't tell David Arquette, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna work on Jarrett. You climb up to the second cage, and if Jarrett tries to come up, you keep slamming the door on his head till I can get him down. Maybe. Yeah, we, I mean, we see a variation of sure. that. But yes, yeah, we do. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so we get to the um, we get to the second cage. First of all, oh, oh, I, want, I want to point this out real yeah. quick. Why is there a ref in the ring? Exactly. What's he doing in yeah. there? Yeah. Because once they get to the second cage, the ref just. He's Goldberg now. And yeah, well, Goldberg. Yeah, he runs he out of action. He, he can't speak to them. Right. And tell them like how much time has, they've got. He has like a, maybe all of four like pantomimes he can do right. as referees. You know, referees. Are like, oh, unless it was Charles Robinson. Oh, which, oh. <laughs> yeah, Charles Robinson. Classic Charles. And then there's Nick Patrick. <laughs> oh yeah, the slow mo. <laughs> yeah, Nick Patrick's facial expressions, man. But yeah, so they get to the second cage. Cage two is, interesting. is like an insurance an insurance oh. collector's oh. dream. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is bad. I love it. They call out. There's even an aluminum sink. Yeah, which never gets utilized, never. but it's fucking it's there. there just in case. It's a hardcore cage. Yeah. Um. So yeah, they get up. It's the, it's a mini Thunderdome cage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that's all it is. And this is interesting to me because I, I don't know what they were going for here. So. Uh, not to skip ahead, but so the second cage, because I love talking about this because I love this cage. The second cage has a padlock door. Huh? The third cage does not. What's up with that? I don't know. Why are like, there bolt cutters in there to cut the? Why isn't there a key or something? Uh, and then when they get to the third cage, there's no there's no padlock door. You can just walk out. Well, apparently yeah. by that point. <laughs> and it's a guitar. First of all, why, why do you have to go into the, the third cage if third you can cage climb up? Hilarious. If you can climb up the third cage to get the belt anyway. Well, that's the other thing too, because they break the wall down. Yeah, which was Thank scary you, as shit. Yeah, yeah. I think they saw. Oh, yeah. And then when they set up that table, it is a miraculous feat. Not only that they are able to set that table up, but that they get to use it. Yeah, mm-hmm. because that thing—it's it, just—it's not resting on anything. Mm-hmm. So so then this moment happens where I had a real uh, <laughs> like like tr- time trying to figure this out. When did a cameraman get on top of that second cage? Well, because right, so where, he's walking. Did you on notice the cage. they had like they? It was more like on the ramp. They had like <laughs> a crane drones. They, no, they had they had some they had some aerial camera work set up there. Yeah, okay. I don't I don't remember. Well, they did because I was like. Because I, I remember being worried about it. I was like, well, what happens when they get to the second cage? Like, I, are we going to be able to follow it? Oh, you get the paying crowds perspective for that, buddy. Yeah. you got to look up. But no, they pulled it off. Like, I, I, could, pretty still, incredible. I could still yeah. see it and tell what was going on. I can yeah. forgive the, the third cage having yeah. a problem. Sure. You know, but, you know, like, I was more just impressed that they were able to do this without much of a problem. Right. Um, yeah. So, anyway. So, Iri- what do you think the Irish whip? That's what I was gonna say. Like, do you which think are, that was which Irish that was legit? Where he goes? Is it Page goes to Irish whip Jeff Jarrett, and then well, like he it's the other way around? Yeah, and, and one Page of them goes wait. <laughs> oh yeah, don't do that. No, no. Page stops him. Yeah, and just kind of like short arm clothes yeah. him. Yeah, because uh, even the commentary is like, don't do that. No, don't do no, that. No, 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 no. Yeah, and um, they're like sometimes they forget. Like I get it, right. but that floor is a real shit. Yeah, that instinct. Stuff. We get some activity here. Oh well, David, what is what David is David Arquette's walking around the cage, and all of a sudden he starts. 
He starts climbing the ladder. Yeah. And it's Bangs like, himself in the head three times. Well, that's the other part, too. He climbs the wrong side of the ladder. Uh-huh. You know, because the way that thing is set up, you got to be on the other side to push it up. So he's having to, like, do this. And it, it looks uncomfortable. But he's able to get he's able to get up yeah. there. He gets and, up know, there. Can't criticize him too much because he's not a wrestler. Um, and so at first, everyone's like, why is he going to go take... He gets up to the third cage and waits. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, he's going to fend off. Which is cool. Cause he, and then there's this one little moment that happens... That just confirms why I don't fucking like Scott Hudson. Because he just can't help himself and has to say, what the hell is it? It, Oh, I'm going to find it. Scott Hudson, he spoils it. He goes, it looks like David is going to hit Jeff Jarrett. That's all he says. It looks like he's going to hit Jeff Jarrett. Why wouldn't he hit Jeff Jarrett? You fucking idiot. Like, Why can't you just shut up and just go along with it? Why do you got to ruin... Uh, granted, I, I already knew this was going to happen. Right. But because, you know, I knew it would happen. But still, sure. like, if I had ordered this and been watching it, oh, I would have thrown my food. This is like the... There, the... there would have been spit all over my television. <laughs> <laughs> this is like in the, the horror movies where it goes the end and then the question mark comes up. You're yeah. Like, oh, fuck. Like, oh, fuck you, pal. So yeah. on the way to Cage 3, though, we get some inter- we get some more... Entrance. Mike Awesome? Yeah. Where the hell did he come from? I, That's the big question. I want to believe that Mike Awesome is so agile. <laughs> he just, he brought Lesnar. They do. They just go. He, Mike Awesome was the cameraman the whole time. That's, he was. That's, yeah. that's my thing. Oh, he was in a Why is there a suit? six foot eight cameraman? <laughs> well, someone had to climb up that cage carrying the camera. God. It's cool. And then uh, doesn't he? Mike Awesome. An Mike awful awesome. Diamond Mike Awesome really doesn't want to take this diamond. <laughs> 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 right, the diamond cutter is a front face DDT. That yeah. does not look like something you want to take a front face bump on, to be honest with you. To, I want to, this is total combined weight of probably 500 pounds yeah. of Mike Awesome and um, Diamond Dallas Diamond Page. Yeah. Total this, combined this weight of probably 500 yeah. pounds. This isn't the top of a WWF Hell in a Cell cage. This is a WCW top of the cage, which yes. I would be much more scared of if I were Mike Awesome. Absolutely. So it kind of looks like a neck breaker, but no. It's very much like when DDP was diamond cuttering Dave, um, David Flair. Yeah. And oh. A, oh, you're gonna take it <laughs> we work this out in the back oh, God. you don't have creative control Mike right. Awesome. you're new here guess what so then they start climbing the cage we get to cage three the guitar cage oh yeah guitar music city level. man jeff jarrett swings for the fence. i like how they say he missed ddp but he clearly hit him like right in the kidneys yeah that's oh, true yeah. too apparently uh, it doesn't hurt unless it's your head so yeah he he smashes the uh the gate and then they wind up outside, and then they start climbing the cage on two separate uh, corners. Yep. And that's where we get this fucking awful Scott Hudson line. Um, and then David Arquette just whacks Diamond Dallas Page. Swerve Wax. of the night. <laughs> but, but Diamond Dallas Page is still, you know, he's a tough son of a bitch, man. Yep. But now, Jeff Jerry just whack. <laughs> I'll tell you, man, when you were hanging on that cage, you want my respect. It's my yard. Not even my company. It's my yard. You got my respect. Yep. See out there? See? Whoa. Yep. yep. <laughs> oh, Lord. So then Jeff Jarrett uh, wins the title. A bloody mess. He and I'm wins. ready to turn it off and drive over here. And then I forgot that this was the spot. Oh, yeah. So yeah, The spot. The so, spot. The, the total disrespect why not? to let's, Owen spot. Let, let's... Yeah, that's what it is. I, let's let's gang up on uh, DDP. They, they they try to go for an awesome bomb. That's what which which I was like. 
Uh, how don't, is this? You, don't you dare do that! <laughs> no, this isn't Mike the movie. Mike wanted to do his power bombs in the worst possible circumstances. Yeah. Horrible. I mean, the, the, the only way this can go is a sit-out power bomb. Oh, yeah. It's the only way. <laughs> and even then, that's that's worse because of the weight. <laughs> so uh, we get a canyon. Canyon flies in. Oh. <laughs> he teleports. And takes... Uh, My you, God. It's, it's from cage two, cage so that's two. roughly how high? Uh, probably... 20, 25 feet? Mm-hmm. I mean, gets thrown off the cage into the ramp. I mean, they get leaves the... a canyon shaped imprint, which is cartoony and disturbing at the same time. It's just. And we go off the air. That's even, how we even, end the paper. Well, we get, my God, we need to get some help out even here. Even if it's padded, yeah, Owen Hart voice. It's the Owen voice. Um, even if it's padded, even if it has breakaway, this is so dangerous. Yes, because, like it's only maybe the guy just took a power bomb on that his neck. Could have like, just yeah. Uh, good. You want God. another? <laughs> yeah. Like, Canyon's the star of the night uh, yeah. for taking this spot. Um, yeah. It's just, I, 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 it's funny. Back then, I liked it. You know, yeah. when I saw them replay it. Yeah. Nowadays, I don't like this. I don't. Just like the crowd things. just went with it. Like, yeah. I, you yeah. would have thought like. Because I thought the same thing. I'm going in, so I was like, "Oh, I wonder how they react to this." They reacted like it was. They loved it. Nothing it's part of the show. Yep. Like this is Kemper Arena. Like one year, mm-hmm. just one year removed. So overall, on this, um, or let's we'll wrap up that. What did you think overall that match? We talked about. We said it was uh, so bad. It was good. I didn't at even times, read it because I was in such a hurry. Yeah. Um, I'd, I'd probably give it a. I'd probably give this a. This match a two out of five. I thought it was a decent match. I, I, it uh, Meltzer gave this three and a quarter as well. Whoa. Yep. Three and a quarter. You think he's going off the like the full and entertainment scale? I mean, it was he still so upset from the Seinfeld finale that <laughs> that anything looked good at that point? Like what? It's not three and a quarter. Where where right. is he getting that from? I don't know. I mean, the one thing about th- there is, I mean that. There's such a crazy unpredictability in there. Yeah. That they both they both navigate very well. Like they're two good wrestlers. Yeah. Manage to it should have just been those two against each other. Yeah. Like that I mean, that's cool. Um, I think the Arquette thing is uh, obviously like they needed a way out of this storyline, but you could have done other things clearly. But you know, is it all that surprising? Because I think everyone hated him anyway. So why not make him a heel? Yeah, you know, made made sense. They Batista him. But here's the you thing: know, is there any smoke. follow-up to this? Is, this is it for David Arquette, isn't it? All right, so. We can look at it a little bit. So the next night on Nitro, there is a, uh, a Arquette does come out. Oh, the Why okay. Arquette Why speech. Yeah, we do get some, uh, we do get some follow through on it. But to wrap up more so this paper. So talking about the um, talking about uh, this was Millionaires versus New Blood Part Two. Do you feel like uh, you feel like there was it was a good Part Two in this coming off of Reboot and Spring Stampede? This is. Uh... I mean, part three, I guess, well, I guess second pay-per-view. Well, that's hard because the last pay-per-view I absolutely hated. Yeah. I like this more than that pay-per-view. Did. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I had a lot more fun with this. Uh, I thought the matches had better structure. In terms of it being a part two to the storyline, um, I don't know. I, I honestly don't know because it, I don't think New Blood went over enough. No, because guess what happens on the next night, one of the things that sticks out to me, the Filthy Animals are reunited. Oh, jeez. Because Conan's back, too. Yeah. And Ray, and Hoovy, and Kidney. So all this work you just oh for, really yes, they're back together. That's what really bothers me now. Looking Hold on, at I don't hindsight. like that at all. But that they get a cool new member coming up soon. Yeah. Oh yeah, but um, 
I yeah, I was you know I was thinking about like you know the the how we rate I was like you know the number rating just it's getting it, hard. It's, it's almost like we you shouldn't even do it because I don't know if anything's gonna get. But it's the only way I think I can uh, let it be known. Like, could you do a letter? Truly, what a, a, a letter. letter? Like out of twenty six. <laughs> Around, it'd be around R, maybe, maybe Q. This is definitely not rated. <laughs> no, but like on a classic rating scale, if you did it that way, like A to yeah. F, yeah, just like that. Oh Jesus, it's uh, I for incomplete. It's a it's a C minus, maybe, C-? maybe it's D plus. Mm. I, a D plus. I pass, John Hancock. John, it's Herbie, Herbie Hancock. Hancock. Uh, I D plus about as much as I get it. I I I still think overall, like my, I think the best wrestling match of the night is Canyon and Mike Awesome. Okay, without doubt. I think the one I liked the most ended up being Scott Steiner and Hugh Morris. C. Not yes, yes, agree. but C is in yes. The, the oh, le- oh. because of because of that because we are like we well, <laughs> mayor. That's right. We've had your presence <laughs> over the course of the podcast. We've had like one, maybe if we're lucky, one good solid wrestling match, and then like a entertaining. This one we had two to me three decently entertaining matches, two solid wrestling matches, but it's still like because it is it's just a step backwards. It's two step back. For me, I gotta go with my regular scale here. It's a it's a two out of five. Okay. My favorite match, and I know we disagree easily, is Hulk Hogan and Billy Kidman. Easily followed by probably um, Mike Awesome and Canyon. Mm-hmm. Okay. W- worst match, uh, Luger and Bat. I honestly don't remember a single spot uh, from that match right now. Punch, kick, pose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Luger and Bagwell. Liked it more than the last one. Uh, for a Vince Russo pay-per-view, which we're used to, th- I found this to be quite a surprise because we actually saw matches. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Single-digit match count? In that regard. Yeah, single-digit match count. Yeah. Nine matches. That's pretty standard. Mm-hmm. Like, that, that's close. Yeah. So, you know, I, 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 it doesn't make me look forward to the next pay-per-view, though. Like, that's See, the that's, problem. That's, like, Ric yeah. Flair... Ric Flair is fighting Jeff Jarrett for the title. I could be excited for that though. That right. there's they a lot of history. Do, they both there. do figure fours, and they both. And Jeff Jarrett stole the strap. Could it happen at the same time? <laughs> that anatomically makes sense. <laughs> it's a figure eight. God dang! It's just one infinite. Their, especially one of their dicks is gonna fall out. So. And then the Miz <laughs> comes in. He does one too. Shawn Michaels well, does he, one. Well, the Miz tries to do. One. <laughs> forgets how it goes. And... Disco's like, I'll show you how to do the crazy one. <laughs> Let me pull out my. <laughs> Sean's was always the weird one. Sean always took the shortcut. Yeah. yeah just, now, why do we have to do that? Turn around. I can just put my what is this, 88? <laughs> Get it. We're out of time. <laughs> but um, the, the most disappointing thing to me is the fact that the two, two of the guys that are prominent figures in this new blood look like shit by the end of this night. They're not in. really going anywhere. Well, well, just don't feel like they're going anywhere. Well, plus we can also talk about the guys that aren't here that aren't, well, that right. are, okay. that aren't fighting. Booker T. Booker T. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, who am, I, who am I missing? We are, we, okay, like, Brian Nobbs, clearly. Brian Nobbs. <laughs> well, there's there's no like no, I'm not no Harris boys because they were they were like there's no Mama Luke's. Yeah. There's no Disco Inferno. Right. You know, it's like uh, really not a lot of tag action. Today. There's no Tank Abbott. Was there a tag match? No. 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 Okay, that's a strike. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah, it's like the. Yeah, it's not no, it's not. Well, I was like trying to look for well, something. 
New Blood Rising podcast didn't mention at the beginning, but of course it is part of the OSW podcast network through PileDriverWrestling.net. This episode was all over the place. We had we had we had wow. dogs. We had the, the dogs going nuts. Pest control. pest control outside. Jason's farting. That's it's right. just a goddamn disaster. This podcast. So shitbury, <laughs> shitbury, yes. That's, welcome to shitbury 2000. That's right. The first broadcast and the last. <laughs> the inaugural ending. Part. You want to go out on top? That's why. <laughs> your nuts bit off by That's the way I want to go. Oh God, it's perfect. <laughs> You can follow us on Twitter at New Blood Pod if you want, or if you want to throw like you know some bullshit Father's Day stuff up there, I'll find you. I'll find you. I'm gonna fucking cook you. I'm gonna fucking eat you. Should have heard your brother squeal. Wow. Broke his fucking neck. Seriously, that girl's a bitch. He's a he's a he's a very bad for you. All right, I'm at William Rankin eighty three. I'm at CM underscore Stabs. I'm at the Jason Kiesler. We're going to catch you next time. A special roundtable episode coming up next week, which is going to have us talking about, in a little bit more in detail, as much as we can, I guess, the David Arquette syndrome. Possibly <laughs> the shortest podcast we do. It could be. But we're going to talk about David Arquette and this run that is very infamous in the decline of WCW. Yeah, Nick. A lot of people say that, that he's the reason. He's the reason. We'll see if that's true. We'll see if it's true. See if that's true. We'll catch you next time, guys. Shippery 2000. <laughs>